The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now with everything you need to let the savings flow, like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. Oh shit, I'm sorry. The fallen leaves. If by my window. boring. You're boring, everybody. Quit boring, everyone. I'm tweaking. Hey, Bruno, anything else? They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're all together, hooky. The Bruno's family. Their house is a museum. When people come to see them, they really are a scream. The Bruno's family. Here is Tony Bruno. Sweet. Uh, welcome, my friends, to the season four premiere of the Tony Bruno Show podcast. No one will die. Zombies will not overtake the entire earth. Not yet, at least. And uh, what else happens on season premieres? Because this is season four, because last week was the... They usually jump the shark. What, the season four they jumped <laughs> yeah, the shark? Yes, I, I don't know. Well, the uh, season premiere season, is it seven or eight now, of Walking Dead returns on Sunday night. I know you'll be watching. No, I won't. Now, I the won't. good shows continue. It's the bad shows that stop after a while. So this show's four years old. I know. So you realize how many Johnny Come Lately, everybody who can get a microphone and sit in their basement podcast have gone on the air since we've been on the last four years. Thousands and thousands, thousands. Tony. Anybody who can talk, and men, many people who can't even talk or put a sentence together are now doing podcasts, proving that America is truly the land of opportunity. And they usually last less than six months. Speaking exactly. of which, Funkin' Fantasy tomorrow night is <laughs> yes, exactly. Speaking of upstarts, do not. Speaking of that, I found a do not shirt. I am wearing it in all my resplendent glory tonight, being the King Stunad of all of the Delaware Valley. And I'm proud of it. You think anybody can be, just be a Stunad? Well, they could, but I work hard at it. It's, it's, it's not something, it's like you have to earn Stunad status. It may you look easy, I mean? but it's hard. You're damn right. Thank you, AI. The season opener of the NBA, we already got one guy busts his leg up, and another guy busts his teammate's face up. On open. <laughs> that was just opening day. It's going to be a wild season, Tony. By the way, the Chicago Bulls will be giving away souvenir face masks for all fans in attendance at their home opener at the United Center. Oh, they should. To commemorate the, uh, what's the dude's name who busted the other Euro dude's face? Somebody <laughs> Portis? Uh, Clinton Portis? Uh, Bobby, no, no, Bobby, Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis. Portis. No relation to Clinton Portis. It's actually pretty good. Nuts also, but 
was a pretty good player before he, he went nuts. He, he was a he was a thousand yard rusher for Denver, Tony. Yes, he was. Well, that's Washington too. Didn't he play in Washington? Yes, he did. Yes, he did go to Washington. He was traded for Champ Bailey. How about that? And we'd like to thank the uh, Golden State Warriors for opening up the season. And I tried to warn my friends in San Francisco yesterday that, you know, you've won the championship a couple of times now, and it's opening night, so you unsheath the banner. In Philadelphia, we're waiting to unsheath the Sam Hinkie banner for their home opener. It's underway. That's, no, they're in Washington. They're not unsheathing anything in Washington. Well, the season's underway. Yeah, but I'm saying the home opener is when you unsheath the Sam Hinkie banner. I got you. To declare the process completed. It's one large pocket protector that just comes it's right down right. the rafters. And then it's got a lot of drool. And they're going to have a special underneath. I don't know if that's drool. You, you, know, on the, you, drool. you know on water fountains, those fountains that drip on the oil? You ever see those oil fountains? They're no. like strings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. About. The ones with strings. And then all the oil drips down the string and it really looks cool. Right. And then they have, they have to have a well at the bottom to catch all the oil yes. to recirculate it to the top. When the Sixers unveil the Sam Hinkie banner, there will be drool running down the banner from all of the process dudes. And then they will catch that, that drool and then bring it back up and let it keep running down to commemorate four years of defrauding paying customers in the National Basketball Association. Eternal tears of joy, Tony. Eternal exactly tears right. of joy. I call it more drool and slobber more than uh, tears of joy. I'm not convinced it's drool or slobber. <laughs> slobber, but uh, yeah. yeah I mean, there'll be tears of joy when the Sixers actually do something, like stay healthy and win games. But enough about the NBA. I told you I'm on a minutes restriction. I will only be watching 16 minutes of NBA basketball between now and Christmas Day, the actual official starting day of the National Basketball Association. <laughs> That's, when, we that That's when they tell us they're going to start, right? True. That's when everybody's playing on Christmas Day, a, a new tradition. It only goes back, what, 10 years? But now all of a sudden they want to convince us that everybody on Christmas Day is going to sit around like we do on Thanksgiving watching Dallas and Detroit always play the traditional games. Do you sit around on Christmas Day and watch like 18 hours of NBA basketball? No, I do not. I'm opening damn presents. Damn right. I'm checking under the tree to see what all my good girls and bad girls have left me <laughs> for that year. I don't give a damn about the NBA on Christmas Day either. It's all know about what we me do, and presents. You know what we do give about, and I left out a word. Damn? Uh, yes. The Christmas Eve Eve. That's right. We Tony are. Claus, when he comes down the chimney again. That's right. More people care about that than who's playing on the Christmas Day NBA. You've got to be lonely and home alone. A great Christmas Day movie as well. To great. sit at home and watch eight hours of NBA basketball. But, but that's just my opinion. But we will be for the second year in a row. It's a tradition that goes way back. Way back 365 <laughs> days. Well, but you've been known for your Tony Claus. Yeah, and, I've been doing it for decades, and Tony And we've Claus. been doing, we started doing Christmas Eve Eve shows with Into mm -hmm. the Night way back when. And we just restarted it. At Moonshine I've been last doing Tony year. Claus since the 90s. So it's not, that's a long tradition. It is yes. a long tradition. So just because we did a live show where I dressed up as Santa Claus. That was new. And that week, was new that's for the you. New, that's the new angle. That's the new wrinkle. Yes. You know, you got to give people fresh stuff it's all the time. It's spin. I mean, it's you, like porn. You always want to see new faces. You, you, you know what I mean? It's a, that's why they have, you would think every porn movie that could be made has been made. No. But no, they keep making new ones because... Everybody's People... already seen the other ones, and even though they don't really do anything different, it's just well, new faces. Well, I've seen some different stuff. Ask Harvey Weinstein. It's all about seeing exactly. new faces. Exactly. Exactly. In Hollywood. And new but angles. But this, was, this and, is and, new yeah. because you always you would wear the hat. You've been wearing the I've the been Santa wearing a Tony Claus hat forever. But last year was the first time you broke I out I donned the, the entire yes. gay apparel ensemble. Yes, you did. You look good, too, brother. I did look good. This year, I'll be more like Santa Claus because I, I have the pot belly now. 
And my nose will be red like a cherry once we drink the rest of the Hennessy tonight. Yeah, we will. And my nose and my, what's the other line? And his, his uh, I don't remember the, uh, the night before Christmas. No, neither do I. Do you remember how the whole Santa Claus thing? The night thing? before Christmas and, and all, all through, through the, the house. house. Not a creature was stirring. But no, is that, is that where Santa Claus, they do the whole thing? His belly was uh, yes. bad and he was yeah. uh, drunk and he was two jolly. sheets to the wind. <laughs> and he rolled down the chimney and looked like a bum from within. I, I, we'll have to do it, though. We'll do the... Uh, yo, the, the yo, yo, yo. <laughs> 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 that was the best. <laughs> the most mellow in room, Santa. In a room full of kids, little kids, no no one older than eight years old except for us that were there to get ready to do a podcast. Tony comes downstairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was chilling, man. I was Tony chilling. Tony nickel bags down, yeah. man. Dude, I was chilling um, with the kids. It was a chill. You don't want to scare the kids two nights before Christmas. You know what I mean? It was awesome. Meanwhile, we got a lot of fun tonight. You know what we're going to do on the show tonight? What are we going to do tonight? Other than talk for two hours and take calls and have fun. And drink wine. And drink wine. We'll open our bottle of Michael Day. It's already open. Luigi has already popped that baby. Yeah, because you you got to make the... uh, The the official first pour. We're having the freak show tonight. The freak show. I don't know if I can do freak show along with my Omaha beer. Yes, you can. But look at that cup, though. It's like yeah. it's like it's like a solo cup for a lady though. It's, I got really Robin nice. a real red solo cup, and she busts out the little shot glass well, solo cup. Because to drink beer. I I I'm drinking an Omega, drinking an Omegang beer that is very high alcohol content. So you know what the I'm alcohol taking, content is a freak show. What's that? Fifteen point five. Oh wow! That's I should trade up for wine. Right? I can trade up. Yeah, Isn't it usually drunk. like twelve or thirteen percent? Well, Michael and David, freak show. Another and one of the great Michael and David from the Michael and David wine cellar. I was just reading a whole thing about Michael and David before I came down here. Believe you were telling us, yep. The whole story about, you know, Seven Deadly Zins was their first wine. And in 2004, when it first came out, they only had, had like 3,000 bottles. And now they're into the millions. That's how popular it is. The number one selling Zinfandel, and you find it everywhere, the Seven Deadly Zins. And the reason they call them Seven Deadly because they use seven different Zinfandel Grapes, uh, grape uh, vineyards to make the first product. And now they got thousands of acres and they sell a lot of wine. And the Michael and David Wine Club, you can go to michaeldavidwinery.com, join the wine club that doesn't cost you anything. And they have over 6,000 members of their wine club. You know why? Because they got great product and they don't rip you off. You go on there and read the reviews. Go to michaeldavidwinery.com, the website, and you can read everything about it. We have, to, we have to go to Lodi. We, all the years in California, we never went to the Lodi I Vineyards know. up near Stockton. Which is a total outrage because we have an open invitation. And I want to go up there. But we've been to Napa and Sonoma so many times and have so many great friends who are still dealing with the aftermath and some fire still burning. Uh, I know Sonoma now, some of the places are getting back to normal as well as they could. But other areas, including the Santa Barbara, not Santa Barbara, but Santa Rosa mm-hmm. was destroyed. But then now it's going actually toward uh, Santa Cruz, right? At no, least well, the this winds new, were blowing. No, so the uh, fires that were up in the Sonoma Valley, the, the Tubbs fire, the Santa Rosa fire, the Sonoma fire, those are all separate. There is a new fire that started, I believe it was yesterday, in Santa Cruz, which is called the Bear Fire, because it's right in the Bear Valley, um, which is, unfortunately, um, my daughter lives very, very close to there in Los Gatos. And she, the so... They have been on alert from the fire department to pack up and be ready to go just in case the winds shift because they are only five miles apart. And there's only one way in and one way out on the 17. That's what the scary part. Speaking of packed up and ready to go, Chris Carter's listening in Barcelona, ready before the flight back home. 
Chris Carter, you mean the the uh, the guy who no, uh, not CC, not CC, no, not Chris, Chris Carter, Carter, the football player, not Chris Carter who came up with the uh, X Files. No, the writer for the X Files, the some, director of the X Files. I think X-Files. it's just someone from Wisconsin. Okay, but they're in Barcelona. They're on their way back. And where? In Barcelona. Barcelona. I thought you said Barcelona. 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 Beautiful. You have to have it sound almost like an S, but not quite. Barcelona. <laughs> That's what it is. Here's <laughs> <laughs> some damn freak show. Give me the damn uh, glass. I'm trying to pour it here. In the meantime. The phone number, if you want to participate, 717-363-TONY, 717-363-8669. Don't forget, michaeldavidwinery.com from the Michael David Wine Cellar here. mdwinery.com. No, That's it's quality Michael poor, David Winery. Pay attention, man. You're not good enough to just be... Yes, I am. No, I got not. this down to a science. You like riding a bike. Than, you spilled more than you drank last No, night. I didn't. I, one time, I spilled a couple of drops. And now, that was Aaron, enough. Aaron Cohen says that's a beautiful sounding pour. Listen to this. Keep pouring, man. That's my glass. <laughs> You're getting a half pour now. Come on, bro. No full pour for you. You and I are the other damn glass there now. No, you and I are the only ones drinking this. Robin's not drinking it. No, she's drinking Omaha. Good, more for us. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little concerned to drink um, and mix the high content beer, high alcohol content beer. And when has that ever deterred you? <laughs> exactly. Do you have your, <laughs> you have your cookie? I mean, what, what, what is I the, the saying? Beer before liquor. Beer before liquor, even sicker. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Beer before liquor, even Just, sicker. No, it's, I thought it no, was alcohol. Beer before liquor, even sicker. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Where's wine? So in other words, we're not drinking liquor. We're drinking wine. I understand that. So I guess beer before wine, you're just fine. <laughs> I don't know. Just drink and then see what happens. Except if you're driving, right? Or if you're operating heavy equipment, like Luigi is tonight. Yes, I am, brother. Meanwhile, we got all kinds of football stuff. We got the NBA news. We got and we got baseball. And we would like to thank the Chicago Cubs and the Houston Astros for participating. Really? Well, not yet, but I mean, Getting are the Astros coming back from 3 nothing down? I don't think so. No. Oh, we have somebody checking in from Lodi, California, Tony. Oh, we do? Gilberto Pineda is checking in. That's oh, where he lives. Love Lodi. So hopefully... Now, Gilberto, have you been to the Michael and David Winery? I'm well, you know, there's a lot of... There's a Lodi region. You know, we talk about Sonoma, Napa. Right. But... You know, there's Lodi Vineyards. There's not Correct. just Michael David there. Absolutely. There's a lot of great wines. There's a lot there. of, and, and frankly, we've had other wines from Lodi, and we prefer them now. Michael and David is by far our best Absolutely. and most favorite, but there are other ones that are fantastic. So, like, if you look on the menu and Michael and David happens not to be on there, but you can see another wine at a restaurant that is from Lodi, it's a good bet. They have, you know, they have white wines too, but their specialty is the real deep, rich Reds that well, we love. Well, to be fair, that's only because we prefer reds. No, Other but, they're, but, they're, but they have their specialty. They have whites as well. Right. Other people that prefer whites say that their whites are amazing. Absolutely. So well, we prefer anything on this program. I could discriminate yes. just, and just single out whites. Gentlemen right? prefer blondes, but then again, doesn't everybody? I'm a brunette guy, man. I am too. I don't discriminate when it comes to women's hair color. For a while, it was nothing but blondes. I made the switch. Well, Tony... You made the switch, or you just... Whatever is available. Best available. You're like the NBA or the NFL draft. Oh, really? You always go for best, best available on available. the board. Exactly. I don't the go for need. best available on the board. I don't yeah. go for need. I go for, I go for depth. Is that no, you is? go for need and depth. You got to do it both nowadays. You got to find those multiple position players, like the... The uh, what do you call them in your in your Uti- fantasy? The flex the utility. The flex, the flex yeah. position. The PPR gal. I'll tell yeah, you, you got to right. find a flex woman. Well, I got. Pl- I Which got plenty. is what I was. <laughs> since since you've since you've met me, I have been a redhead. Yep. A brunette. Mm-hmm. A something in between and a blonde. Exactly. I kind of got it all covered. That's, that's the flex thing. 
And then Robin, when she moved to California, because everybody wants to be a blonde out there, actually changed her color from blonde. And I no. was her hair colorist, and I made her red, so well, to speak. No, no, no. You have to. You got it backwards. I everybody wanted to be a blonde, so I went redhead because that's what I, I just said. Right, and then when I moved what back to California, everybody was suddenly in this redhead kick. And besides being a redhead, is if you're not a real redhead, is hard upkeep. Unless and, you're Carson Wentz, then you're a ginger, yeah. and that's good. And so that's then I'm like, screw right this. So I went back to being a natural blonde. I know that. I was there the entire yes. process. I trusted that process. <laughs> exactly. And right. that process actually worked. You saw worked. that process through. I That's saw it through to completion. <laughs> it was not but a fun process. But anyway, we'll have NFL updates tonight. We'll have baseball, which wants to add two more teams because there aren't enough bad baseball uh, teams really? already. Yikes. They want to expand to 32 teams. And guess which two cities they want to give baseball teams to? <sighs> I have no clue. Portland, Oregon. Yeah, because that makes sense. And Montreal, Again, they want to bring the Expos yeah, they back? Should, no, they should send the Nationals back to Montreal. That's Maybe they'll saying. win up there. Maybe they'll win something in Montreal. I don't know, man. Poor Dusty Baker. Poor Dusty Baker. Poor Dusty Baker. Poor. The guy's had a million jobs, and he keeps uh, managing himself into Bolivia. I'm sorry. I thought we were supposed to feel bad for athletes and all this stuff like that, no matter how much. No, I like Dusty. He's a great guy. Well, but... speak, speaking of baseball, yes. uh, uh, Barbecue Beef Balboa, otherwise known as the real name Bryce in L.A., he's looking for a lead pipe lock for the Dodgers to win the World Series. I can't make that can't prediction. Make that That's pick. premature, man. He says he needs your blessing. They, they, the Dodgers, need your blessing. You know what they refer to the Dodgers out in L.A., right? The Dodgers. No, this team. <laughs> oh, this team. <laughs> this, that's the thing. That was pretty good, though. Right? Like the, Dodgers. the Dodgers. No, that's what, you know where that came from? The, the Dodgers. That's Harry Callis. No, Harry it's Callis. not Harry Callis. I mean, Harry Carey. That's not Harry Carey. Who is it? The Dodgers, of course, have the legendary Vince Scully. Of course. But his, his, the other guy who used to do Dodger radio with him was named Ross Porter. Ross Porter did the Dodgers for a million years. And Ross Porter talked like that, and he was able to... Dynamite drop in No, seriously. The broadcast school has really paid off. No, but no, for those people who remember Ross Porter, Ross Porter, or the Dodgers. He's that the guy He talked like that. Awesome. So when he would say the Dodgers, and so I would say the Dodgers. <laughs> That's awesome. So that was my Ross Porter impersonation. Not that it's a shot, because no, people have shot, different... It's good, though. They have different voice inflections. You know, everybody's known for their, their, their style. But it's Harry solid. Carey, uh, Harry Callis. You know, the legendary broadcasters, we know them... By not just their name, but their sound. Holy exactly cow! Exactly right. So that's why I do my Ross Porter. But it's good. Now that I'll have to find you some tape of Ross Porter, and you see that I am dead on. It is. All man. of my Dodger fans, friends listening out there, know exactly what I that I nailed it. I nailed my Ross Porter. We have a Roger Goodell taking the cowardly way out of the NFL Again? anthem thing, announcing today that everyone should stand for the national anthem. But I'm wimping out, so you can do whatever the hell you want, and I'm not going to punish you. That's basically uh, okay, what so the NFL basically, agreed so said, to today. Okay, so I feel that you should stand. But if you don't want I to, do, eh, whatever. Eh, but I strongly you suggest you do, is what he was saying. Here's what I'm telling Last week I said the best way to do this was to just not have the players come out for the anthem, and then there wouldn't be any of this. this is a but then they couldn't do that, because then it would look like the NFL was punishing the players. Who wanted to who want to come out and then demonstrate during the anthem for whatever reason they say, uh, but it's not against about the flag, they say. So now what the commissioner wants to do is play both sides. So they met with the players in New York, and they after a big meeting where the players ripped them a new one and said, hey, nobody goes to the games to watch uh, the owners up in the box 
when they're winning the game or losing the game. Nobody goes to watch officials who can't officiate officiate games. They go to watch the players, the players of the game. Right. The owners signed the checks. Without the owners, these guys would be delivering pizza tonight, a lot of them, to this broadcast. Now listen, the owners are the de- directors and the producers, and the players are the, uh, they're, they're the actors. Exactly. And the bottom line is, if it weren't for gambling and fantasy, and fantasy sports, NFL be done. the NFL's interest would be down so, to almost nothing. I call that. With all due respect. Within five years, the league would probably be on its, on its way to folding. No. Like, without without fantasy of course. or gambling, the majority of people would be like, you know, I'm checking out. I'm done. Because I don't want to see all the... Nah, they still watch it. I don't want to see all the BS before the game starts with the flag and everything else. And then you have a lot of the players in the National Football League aren't exactly likable characters as it is because you have an impending uh, lawsuit or something you know, coming down every single week. It, it, it happens, which call it's almost like. And I really do feel that if people... like the, the fringe fan is only watching because of fantasy. You're exactly right. That's, or because that's of the, my the point. office pool. But there's still a lot of people. You think Eagle fans this year... I'll give you the Eagles for an example. Who look like they could be, and in fact, right now they're the favorites to, to win the Super Bowl. To represent the the, the, the NFC. Car- Carson Wentz is the favorite to be the MVP of the league. That's you know that's based on the fact that they're five and one and they're playing well. But that so if you think you think Eagle fans would start boycotting, regardless of their feelings, or if they were so strong against the players on this whole thing, that they say I'm not going to watch the games anymore because I'm I'm angry. No. They're going to watch the games because they're Eagle fans and they well, want their team to win a Super Bowl. Right. The Philadelphia Eagles fans will. But the it's the casual fans. It's like when NASCAR got right, big. But the Remember, G- the NASCAR used to be a fringe sport that only Southerners watched. Yes. And then it became really popular nationally. And then after a few years, it's like cigars. You know, they're always cigar smokers. But then cigars became hip and trendy because women were smoking cigars. And they had cigar fishing out of them. It made it sexy again. It was but, cool. Yeah. So then everybody started smoking cigars. And then sooner or later... When it becomes a hot trend, it starts to settle down, and then it's basically the core people are always going to be there. And that's what it is with the NFL. The NFL's been around forever. It's still the most popular league in this country, and it's not going anywhere. Is it going to take hits? Just like baseball took hits. When the strike, the baseball, people went away from baseball. Then the home runs come back, the fans come back. It's cyclical. It's because people like sports. It's a diversion for them. But when it becomes political and all this other stuff, then you have the people who are those fringe (laughs) On the fence, people like I don't really care about football. They're not watching it anyway. The people who say they're never going to watch don't watch it anyway. No, they don't. So the bottom line is, here's what's going to happen. Goodell takes the coward's way out, gets up and says, "Listen, we still want you to stand. We think everybody should stand." But he didn't go as far as to say, "But if you don't stand, we're going to punish you." In other words, the players can do what they want. But here's what I believe he's going to do, and you saw it last Sunday. In case you aren't paying attention, the NFL games on Sunday did not show the national anthem. If you notice, the games I watched, Fox came right out of the top of the hour, past where they show the anthem, and they went right to the game. Because the ratings are taking a hit. People and so so that's their the way out. So I'm telling you, if there's collusion, the NFL owners have all decided, and they told their television partners, CBS, NBC, Fox, and ESPN, listen, show the games, the players can protest, but when you put that game on, when you come on the air and sign on and... You're not showing the national anthem. You're not showing. They didn't used to show it before. And I told you, the only place they show it all the time anyway is the Super Bowl, where yes. it becomes a big deal. Right. And you can bet on how long it's going to take the singer to sing it. So I have a question. Being the man who, a man who's been to, what, 28? 28, 28 Super, Bowls. Super Bowls now. Do they do away with the national anthem? Absolutely not. No. 
Are it's they, a big are, deal. Are they going to televise it? Of course they are. And I bet you have to be able to bet on it. I'm just. That's true. You're right. I'm just asking because. And I bet you anything, those players will be told you stand. But you can't make them. No, you can't. Uh, or they're but not. You, maybe they won't have them on the field for that. No, they won't. By the time the Super Bowl happens, this, see, this thing will all be over. Thing, though, with. What Tony said is that people that you know that aren't even in the, you know, that aren't watching, that aren't really into it. The Super Bowl, it's 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 an event. Yeah, everyone watches. Ninety not ninety. Fifty percent of the people Bowl, watching the Super Bowl fan, don't a, even know who's playing. Right, you're at a Super Bowl party. You're in exactly. a block pool. Whatever the case may be, you still have the game on in your house. So, so here's what I tell you. That's what's going to happen. Watch particularly on Sunday. Or watch the Thursday night game, Raiders and uh, Denver playing. No, Raiders in Kansas City. Yep. You're going to see it. They're not going to show the national anthem on television. So the players can protest, and people will have pictures of it from the stadium, and they'll put it on Twitter or wherever. And you could do whatever you want with it. But but, but the networks are not going to show it. So I think the game plan, the eventual thing is people will get tired of this. And again, the players can do what they want, and if they want to believe in what they want, oh, I don't care what, whether they want to continue to protest. Yeah. I really don't. Keep doing it. And then eventually people will move on, like we do with everything else. They move on. Does that mean that, that, the, that the, the protests are not going to be effective? I don't know if they're going to be effective to begin with. I don't think people care for the most part. They really don't. They don't care. No, it's gotten to a point where it, it, no one's really listening anymore. They're more just annoyed. You know what they do care about, though, is the NFL draft. And today they announced that the 2018 NFL draft will not be back in Philadelphia. It should travel. Of course it, it should. should travel. And listen, I we know how great... We did a great, great job. We did a great job, but it should travel. We did do a great job. Our six-hour broadcast was probably the best you, there you was. We did a phenomenal job, Tony. Well, no, it was all of us. It was a team effort. <laughs> but the people now in Philadelphia were complaining, how come they didn't give it back to Philadelphia? Because they want to travel it. That's yes, why. Exactly. It didn't start here. It started in Chicago. Remember, I used to cover the draft when it was in New York on a Saturday morning inside Madison Square Garden in the Felt Forum, and they started it at noon on Saturday then it became a big deal, so they started moving it around. And it's only been three years that they've taken it on the road away from New York. Chicago was the first year. Philly was this last year, and it was phenomenal. And then Dallas is in the mix, and everybody thinks they're not going to have people in the stands inside Jerry Jones's big no. palace in Arlington. It's not going to be about filling the stands. It's going to be about it's a massive stadium. So you imagine all the people on the field because there's no game going on. So they'll have the same situation with the stage and all the players go up. They'll have them probably coming down on wires from above the stadium. Jerry Jones will personally bring them down. And as I tweeted today, they will all. Jerry Jones will have a special area of pews where you can kneel. And then you can kneel just when... Roger Goodell, the commissioner, comes out and gives a bro hug. Everyone will be encouraged to kneel before Roger Goodell when he does his world-famous bro hugs and gets booed nice. once again before a, every pick. I heard there's a photo op booth for appeals off to the right. Too. There are, it's yes. $5. You and then if you, find, if you find the big, uh, the big kettle, you, yeah. can, you know who will be hiding in there once again? Zeke. <laughs> Zeke, Zeke Elliott will be in the, uh, the, the, uh, the kettle. What's the one? The the Salvation Army. Salvation Army kettle. kettle. He'll be hiding in there during the NFL draft. And any attractive woman who comes up near the kettle and finds him inside and gets him before he jumps out will get to go in the kettle and then watch the draft with him for an extra charge. Of course. Like, very you like whack-a-mole. <laughs> It'd be like whack-a-mole, which unfortunately is what he's been accused of doing to another woman, <laughs> exactly. which got him into this whole trouble that's to begin with. Tony, not well, yeah, but that's a different. That's a county down in near Tampa, by the way. Whack-a-hole County, yeah. You would know that. I know where that is. It's right near Hernando County. Hernando. <sighs> anyway, so it'll be in Dallas, and I don't have a problem with it. 
And you know what's going to happen, though? They're going to take it to different cities, and then just like the Super Bowl, after the top cities get it, they're not going to give it to, you know, Cleveland. No, it's nobody, nobody uh, wants to go. maybe. Who the hell wants to go to Cleveland? Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's there. LeBron did. Kyrie Irving didn't want to. LeBron went so they back. Got him out of there. He can't wait to get the hell out. <laughs> so oh, again. He but anyway, I don't want to knock Cleveland. But the point is, it'll be like the Super Bowl. So they'll find the cities that do the best job of putting this together, and then they'll just go back and put them in a rotation. They'll have like five or six cities. It'll be in like Miami, Philadelphia, Yeah, depending Chicago. on how these, you know, because right. Chicago did a nice job. Philly blew it out of the did water. A great job, yeah. And Dallas, you know, there's a lot of people. That's a monster stadium. And then, by the way, they can open it up, and outside there's a gigantic parking lot. So it's not, it's not going to be as long because they don't have a Benjamin Franklin Parkway, but that place is massive. So they'll still be able to have a lot of people. And a lot of people will go because football's big. Just high school football's bigger than than college or pro football in a lot of cities I'm in this sure country. I'm sure figure something out for New York as well, I, was, I would imagine. No, New York. Times well, Square kind of thing. Yeah, but they've already done that, though. They, you know, they don't want to do it in Times Square. They'd have to shut so much stuff down. Maybe they will. I don't know, but I'm just saying that they're going to move it around. And I don't have a problem with it. And people complaining that Philly deserved it for two years in a row, they don't. they're wrong. They're wrong. That's just being stingy, man. Let the thing travel. Exactly. It's like us. We travel well. We do travel very well. I've got to be able to get around and... See different people. Like Tupac, yo. Exactly right. Around. Speaking Meanwhile. Of, speaking of getting around, we got some phone calls, Tony. We do? Yeah, we do. We got plenty of phone Let's calls. Let's go to the damn phones then. 717-363-TONY. 717-363-8669. Wait a minute. We have baked goods here. We do? What and, do we and, got? And, are those baked by Ruth now? They are. What is this? Is this baklava? What is this? Arugula. Arugula. It's a vegetable. Arugula, it's not green. Not arugula. So arugula. it's like a, it's like a pastry that what can so, now there's yeah, what's I, in the I, middle of it? Now, there's some chocolate chips. Chocolate chips. This is like, this is like a heavenly So it's not like fruit. It's not like the things like the fruit. Fig Newton. Thing. No. Not like a fig Newton. No, we have other ones that have Oh, like you know, you, you you've seen these baked goods, right? Where you get the, the, the no, dough. I'm good. You get the dough no, and then you can put like Oh my you, gosh, so good. You know what I'm talking about? And then you you, you make it into a roll, right? And then you you put it in the oven. Nobody know what you're talking about, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah, who, well, who, who, who's the first person on the phone? Okay, so, again, we have no call screener. It's, uh, so... How come you have a call screener on your show on Thursday night? This is a very well-run we program. That's why. 973-287. You're on the line. He's got, like, Nine. six people working on his I show. I got three people working on his show. Me, Joe, and Brian. Good evening, sir. Uh, Good evening. Who is this? All right, this is... This is Lou from the uh, 973 area code in northern New Jersey. Not northern New, York, New, Jersey. New Jersey. Beautiful, man. What's going on tonight? Well, the Yankees, like is it see. over? Is the Yankee game over? No, it's not over yet, but it might as well be because they won't give up a lead like this. You know, the Yankees don't put up with this stuff. But you know what? I'm really hearing that everything is like saying, oh, it's all luck. The Yankees get lucky during the playoffs. Luck has nothing to do with it. Yankees Who said the Yankees right get lucky? Skill. Who said the Yankees are getting lucky? Well, I hear a lot of reports saying that from the, from the press and what I'm saying. Oh, the Yankees get lucky. Every time they get to the playoffs, the luck is always on their side. Come on, really? That's not Yankees true. They know how to win. I'm not a Yankee Thank fan, you. but I'm not a Why Yankee hater. Because Derek Jeter and Mariana Rivera were lucky. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? The one thing I will right. say, though, Aaron Judge in Game 3 comes up with a big hit. And the, the New York media is already putting him in the Hall of Fame. The guy has struggled for the most part. Yes. But all you got to do is come up with a big clutch hit, and then you become a clutch postseason player. Baseball's all-timing, man. That's, that's how it happens. You know, the guy who well, had, like, 17 strikeouts. That's Hall of Fame with him, but still. No, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those guys who, 
you know, a young player does well, like Reese Hoskins here had a great, uh, he comes up and then sets the world huge on fire. Half, huge second half. Huge second half of the season, but he's not a Hall of Famer, so he's got to come back next year. I don't like to no. put guys on the Hall of Fame based on one good year. Judge had an unbelievable year. No. He had his ups and downs, and he, had, he was pretty cold in the postseason, but he got the huge hit, which pretty much ended the series. And the, and the, and the Astros... I mean, Brian, what's his name? Ken Giles, who used to be with the Phillies, yep. spit it up and did a horrible job, and the yep. Yankees took advantage of him. And again, it's not because it's not because Judge is batting three seventy five that he was getting all this publicity. It's because of the fact he's putting the ball over the damn fence. That's why. Exactly. And in his playoff, he, like you said, Tony, he has Phillies struggled. However, he has struggled. However, he came up with a timely, a huge timely home run, and he had a great defensive play with that catch in the outfield that saved a few runs too. He's a great young player, and he came up big in the clutch, and that's how the you know yeah. postseason legends are made. You know, if he does this, he, they go to the World Series, and he gets a big hit in the World Series game, and they win. Then he elevates himself even more. That's why Reggie Jackson became Mr. October. Look at Greg Council. Wins an MVP. Yeah. For the Diamondbacks. I remember that. Yep. It's all timing, man. I'm that old. Yes, I am. You're that old? <laughs> yes. How old are you, if I may ask? You can ask a guy that. You can't ask a woman. Uh, you want that in human years or dog years? I'm a man. I'm 40. Can you do you know how I don't even know what my I, I am in dog years. So it's seven times each year, 40, right? Okay, I'm 47. I'm 47. In dog years or in human years? No, hold on. You're, you're how old human. Are you? You're 64, right, Tony? No, I'm not going to reveal my age on the air in case there are any young, impressionable <laughs> women out there who like an older man. I'm not right. talking like Billy Joel, who now has on his fourth wife, and he is 68. You're and you know how old his wife is? How old? 31. Billy Joe, man. Billy Joe. And he has, he's expecting another kid at age 68. He's that damn piano, man. I'm telling he you. He is, man. No wonder why he's always on tour. If he stays home, he makes babies all the time. I think you're right around 448 That's years right. in dog years, Tony. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm going to have to do the math now. 448 years. Let me get, the, yeah, let me get the my calculator. Excuse me while I get out, out the calculator. Seven. You're really 455. I'm 455 years in dog years. Hey, man, God bless. <laughs> By the way, mad love to all my dogs out there. <laughs> mad love to all my dogs out there. <laughs> right. And your bitches, no, apparently. Serious, I, am, I am 47. I but didn't want to go there, Robin. The 70s when the Yankees were, the, <laughs> you know, were big in baseball. We had quite a lab then. We had Jackson, Pinella. No, the Yankees are one of the most storied franchises in, in all the sports, certainly in baseball. Yes. How many banners? How many banners the Yankees have? 27, I think. Too many to count. I gotta have another cookie. I mean, here, the seventy-seven, seventy-eight team has got to be one of the greatest teams in all of baseball. Absolutely. But Yankee fans do go overboard, I mean, though. A month ago, they were, a month ago they were going crazy about how this team sucks and they're going, to, they're playing in the wrong, they're going, and they're playing bad at the wrong. Same thing with Dodger fans. The Dodgers went into that swoon. Right. Oh my God, they were like, you know, they 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 basically chilled it for a little while, shut it down. And yeah. then they learned from the NBA and from Phil Jackson and the Lakers. They threw the switch. Just flipped the thing they back threw the on, but that's what it mattered. It's like they Kobe and Shaq. Let's just get the round 60 wins. Yeah. Let's just simmer this thing down a little bit. Let the rest of the guys get a little playing time. Let's take it easy and then ramp it back up time pl- come, come, come playoff time. All right. Who do you like, Yankees or Dodgers in the World Series? Oh, Yankees all the way. Gee, Tony, I wonder where he was going to go with that one, pal. Are you being a homer? You know, we don't like homers on this show. No, I'm just kidding. I don't really care. No, no. I've been a, I've been a Yankee fan since I was like three. So he's a homer. No, he's, but there's he nothing born. wrong with it. No, there's nothing been, wrong with that. I've been a Yankee fan since before I could talk. 
Now here, that's going to be sense. interesting. Who's going to be favorite? Now, who has the home field this year? Because the All-Star game doesn't matter we anymore, do. right? We Yankees do. have it. Yankees have the better record than the Dodgers? Yeah. They did at the end? No, but, um, but I think they're going back to rotating, and it's the American League's turn. That's stupid, too, though. I don't like that. It is dumb. It should, if you're going to well, eliminate the, the All-Star game the, being the determining factor on who gets Holmes Field in the World Series, which was stupid enough to begin with, dumb. alternating is even dumber. Why not have the team with the best record be the home team? Aaron Cohen says Yankees have as many yeah, batters as, as games logged by Joel Embiid. Oh. <laughs> that's, pretty good. that's pretty good, man. Oh. Well, that's a compliment, actually. 31? No. No, it's 20. It's 20. Okay, okay. It's just still Didn't Joel Embiid have 31 games played? Yeah, 31 games total. Yes. Joel Embiid with okay, the cornrows. Okay, we go to the top of the eighth. Yankees are still 4 nothing though. It's a final. And we'd like to thank the Houston Astros no. for participating. I mean, no. the, it's a final. Come on, we're man. Going th- to, we're going. Well, in all, in, all, in all likelihood, yes, but it's not official. No, it's official when I say it is. It's over, Holmes. <laughs> it's over. It's over. The Houston Astros are shot. Thanks for checking in, buddy. The Yankees, that's a good uh, comeback, though. I, mean, bring Ryan. I think they could bring Mariano Rivera out in street clothes. And close that game out tonight and win. I would it. think so, Tony. Oh, thanks. Check him down. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks. <laughs> All right, I threw my cookie though. Let's go right back to the phones. Keep it. Let's keep, let's keep a heavy rotation, Tony. So two one five two seven one. Let's two keep one, it a heavy rotation. Two one five two seven one. Hello. Hello. Who's Tony. calling? Yes. This is uh, Vince from South Philly. Hey, Vince. How are you, man? I haven't heard from you forever. Yeah, I know. It's been... uh, (laughs) I know. I really miss uh, talking to you over the air there. This is my first venture into podcast. (laughs) Woo! Pop the cherry. Hey, you popped your cherry, Vince. First time podcast caller, long time listener. I know that, though. Yeah, we need to have that... Yeah. I'm busy watching your team, your town, the uh, Philadelphia 76. We have it on, too. We have it on right now. In the background. Down by nine after the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they, they were, I saw they were shooting seven for 18 uh, to start things off. Yeah, I saw a lot of missed jumpers there, but um, in any event, so... Uh, Washington, by the way, you, is a good uh, team. Back in the uh, 19148 area code? Or, I'm back, or, in the, uh, back in the hood. I mean, uh, zip code? <laughs> 19148. It's the only zip code that matters. That and 90210. I was actually, you know, when I lived yeah. in California, I lived in the 90... Two what? What was the zip code in L.A., Robin? When we lived in nine zero two nine one. No. No. What was the the, the Beverly Hills nine zero two one zero? Right. We were be- we were nine zero two. What was our zip code? I'm trying to remember it. It was like one digit off. Yeah, yeah. Nine zero two one. Wait, I gotta you look it up. Smoke yourself, retarded. I know. I know. I don't even smoke. So what's going on, Vince? How you feeling? I'm hanging in there. I was hoping, uh, I don't know how often you do live events anymore. I was hoping to catch up with you at some event, you know. 90291. That's right. Our zip code was 90291. And, of course, the famous one is 90210, right? Yes, Tony. Yes. Thank you. I know you're a big Beverly Hills 90210. Huge. Who was on that show? Uh, Jason Priestley. Who else? Who was Uh, the chick? There were a couple chicks on there. A lot of chicks. There was Luke Perry. Luke Luke Perry was on there. Uh, Aaron Spelling's son, or daughter, Tori Spelling. Spelling, yes. 
I thought was she t- was she no yeah she she was nine oh two one oh she wasn't Melrose Place. I don't know. I never watched any of that crap. Then there was that other. Um, then there was Jason Priestley's. Uh, Shannon Darty. Shannon Darty. That's right. Darty. Darty. Anyway, why are we talking about this? Because see, I, I we, we when he lived in L.A., we were nine zero two nine one instead of nine zero two one zero. You know what I'm saying? So it was close. Just Jenny Garth, Ian Zierling. Ian Zierling oh, from Shark. Sharknado fan. That's right. Ian Austin yeah. Green, another Sharknado person. Yeah. See what happens when you're on a popular show 20 years later? It starts marinating. <laughs> you get on Sharknado. Shark, they're up to like four or five now, Sharknado, hey, Tony, aren't they? Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Tony, Jay. when do you think the uh, Phillies will, will win their next uh, world effing championship? In the next 30 effing uh, years. <laughs> Hopefully, well, I've seen two of them, so I'm, I guess I've got to be happy because I went through an entire yeah. childhood up until eight, 1980 uh, watching the Phillies lose, and I saw the 64 thing as a kid, went through that listening to it on the radio. So if we go by that, you're basically like every 32 years. I know it won't be winning. as long as the Cub fans. That's why Cub fans shouldn't be disappointed now that they're choking away this series because they waited 100-and-something years. Are they going to be mad that they're not winning back? Yeah. to? Of course they'd like to win back-to-back. That's your parade. Exactly. Those people are used to waiting long periods of time. Right. They're, they're like a lot of single guys. They don't expect it to happen every year. I do. Or every week. Why, or why, every month. Why I buy in bulk, bro. I go to Costco. <laughs> I go to Costco, homie. Wait, 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 wait. Let yeah, me, let me, let me see this. Let me see this. If you're watching on Facebook Live, Absolutely. Luigi Curdle, ladies and gentlemen, believes in buying in bulk. Now, did you, did you buy these at Costco or at BJ's? I bought them at Costco. Nobody wraps them up for a BJ. That's, <laughs> well, that's true. Yes, sense. you're right about that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Luigi. Wait. Wait, wait, wait a minute, Vince, because we have to find out. We have to find out how many Trojans are in the box. There's 40. Okay. Is, is that the Trojan is, horse where there was? <laughs> this is the pleasure pack. Correct. So you can, you can like, depending on what I mean, your mood is. It's a variety. It's a variety box. Let they me even, hold that right they now. They even have double ecstasy. That's yes. for two chicks at the same time, apparently. I Correct. don't think so, no. Two chicks at the same double time. Double ecstasy. However. Isn't that what you get on the streets in Kensington? <laughs> no, that's double now, ecstasy. Bro. Now, Luigi, when did you buy these? Earlier today. So it's got double ecstasy, charged, ultra thin, ultra ribbed, and ends. Correct. And, and Luigi, I, I noticed something about that box. What about the box? The box is open. Rockets in flight. All day, brother. Now, when you open the box, what's in the box? Do you look and say, what's in the box? I'm feeling charged right now. Let me find one of those. Exactly. What the hell is a charged condom? I'm feeling condom? slim. I don't know, Tone. What the hell is a charged condom? It was, they were, I don't know. I look, dude, I was in Costco, and I see this. I, I, I'm buying them three pack at a time, and I'm running through them like crazy. Look so how Tony's taking them all out. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo. You, just, you do realize if one of those is missing and not accounted for, I'll probably cash it. I'm just going to punch some holes in it right now. Yeah, i got to drop you a little pin here. Are you looking for a grandson, homie? How do you tell the difference? They're just colored differently. I know the difference. This won't work. Dude. I'm They're, no rook. I, I, I need magnums. These won't work for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got you. Just wear two. You'll be fine. Let me take my double up. Give me my contraceptives back, man. Thank you. See, this is a safe show right here. All you kids out there. Remember, practice safe sex like Uncle Luigi does. Damn right. Use one or get none. You know what? I should teach men how to put them on because a lot of men don't even know how to put them on. It's true. In the Netherlands, they have those with the commercials on TV during regular programming hours. They show you how to put one on. In the United States, they show you how to take them off (laughs) and pretend you have one on. So this guy Wu-Tang says, I bet they go bad before he uses them all. 
Oh. You want to take that bet? Is there an expiration that date on Gondam? It won't even last me a month, Chico. Oh, wow. Ladies and gentlemen. Look at Luigi bragging. I'm not bragging. I'm talking statistics here. I'm sorry, Vince. We interrupted your conversation to bring you a Luigi sexual perversion update. I love it. Jason Nemiroff goes, why would you bring that to work? Because I just came from work. That's visual AIDS. We love visual yes. AIDS. And then that's the only AIDS. kind of AIDS we want on this show. That's why I'm using them. Just don't give your blood if you're going to California. That's what I would say. But anyway, Vince, I'm sorry. Vince, you still there? Or did we scare you off? Sorry, Vince. Uh-oh. I think we scared him off. I think he hung up because no, he was like... he's still there. He's still on the line. Vince, you there? Let me bring him back up. Vince? Yeah. Oh, there oh, you are. I'm sorry. I'm so, here. I pot him down. It's so unusual for us uh, to like, go so off on a tangent any, while we have somebody like on the line. Are you going to be at in the area here? Or? Not, uh, not at this moment. I know we're going to do a Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve show. Got to get done. But that's at Moonshine. But that's you know, two months away. But we're doing it. You got to come over to the wine right. cellar, Vince. You're still in South Philly, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Where, where's that? On Pashunk somewhere? Or? No, I'll give you the address. I can't release the address publicly because I don't... I don't have oh, enough okay. bouncers outside. Okay. And plus, Luigi's got condoms, so I don't want okay. him to be all used you'll be, tonight. You'll be protected, Holmes. That's all I can okay. tell you. You'll be safe in this house. It's a okay. safe space. Okay. Well, I'll send you, I don't know, I guess a Facebook message or something, if you could do it that way. Absolutely. Yes. You have to come down here. We, we did all this hey, work quick, in the basement. Are you, are, you, uh, are you still doing ads for meat candy or what? No, that was Robin's the gig. I know. Robin was doing, she was the voice oh, of... Okay. What was the name of the bacon? Right brand right bacon. Brand, I love those commercials. Right brand bacon. W R I G H. You can still find so them in the supermarket. Meaty. They're like $17 a pound. We have the meats. Yes, they do. Wow. The meats. <laughs> well, right brand right bacon. Right brand bacon was the original We Have the Meats. Yes. They had the big, meaty, juicy, sweet meat. And Robin, would you do the commercials for Right brand bacon on national radio? What was the punchline, Robin, the tagline? So big, so meaty. I could it's not like fit one more thing no. inside of me. It was, it's like meat candy. It was like meat candy. That's what they said about their bacon. And that was, what, eight years ago, and I now know. everybody's obsessed with bacon, right? Oh, absolutely. Bacon is like now in everything. I think bacon's kind Do you have any bacon-flavored condoms in there by bacon? any chance? Um, uh, uh, no, but I got some pigs that are good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning from the maestro right there. Was... <laughs> what about pumpkin spice? You got any of that? They make those. Pumpkin spice. Can you believe it? So Tony made a joke about pumpkin spice condoms, and somebody sent a photograph. They actually made Of course, they make pumpkin spice, spice everything. everything. Ridiculous. Pumpkin spice. Hey, Tony, real quick, speaking of the meats, I'll leave you with this thought. This Saturday, all the Arby's in the nation are selling. Yes, I know. That's one of my updates. Venison burgers. Yeah, that's one of my updates. Venison. That's why I had Robin and Luigi pulled my. Yes. Thanks for leading into that, Vince, because I'm going to do the update right now. This is a big story that's going unnoticed in the. Okay, Tony, take care. Thanks, Vince. We'll talk to you soon. You'll have to come by here. The mainstream media is missing these kinds of stories. That's why you have us. You've, you've seen the Arby's commercials, right? I've seen the Arby's commercials, yes. And they're great. We got the meat. No. What does the guy say at the end? By the way, I we will ask We have the meat. I have. You know who that is that does the Arby's commercials? No, I do not. But let me guess. You do, Of right? course I do. Of course do. you do. Right. It is not James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Sounds like No, it, it's, just a, it's another deep voice. 
I don't I, know. I should, back should, I, gonna, should I know him? No, you should. You you will know him once I tell oh, you. Okay. But here's what I'm gonna do. If you want to come to the wine cellar next week, but people can Google this. Yeah, I know. I shouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People. But they Google. still have to be able to come if here. You want to come to the wine cellar? You bring three Arby's brisket sandwiches <laughs> down to this wine cellar. You can come in. How about that? How about how about they bring a bottle of wine? <laughs> yeah, we are ridiculously low right now. Well, I know we're at dangerously low levels. <laughs> here's Tony, the reason I may have to call. Stuff. I may have to call FEMA. That's how bad it's it bad. No, I mean, look, I it's may never have to get been federal that aid. Well, here's the reason why we're low, and we have to be fair. I mean, we're joking around about that, but things are pretty harrowing no, in know. the wine valley. Even though Lodi is safe, there's still stuff going absolutely. on absolutely so absolutely we are low because we have not received a re- shipment from and we drink it a lot Michael so the Vince. story and vince was talking about it this coming saturday at 3300 arby's locations around the country which i would assume would probably be every one including here in the Dell. now there aren't any in the city of philadelphia which, which is, is a, a big outrage. outrage yes there's arby's in the suburbs or in jersey yes we love arby's i mean i don't go to many fast food places i don't go to any but no, Chick-fil-A is solid. I've eaten a Chick-fil-A sandwich. It's clean. It's clean-tasting fast food. Doesn't because they're all fresh. Tasty. And it's good. And when I was in... Chick-fil-A is the number one fast food franchise in America. No, that's not even a close second. And when I was in Nashville, just recently in Nashville, we had to grab something quick, a quick bite to eat, and uh, we went to Arby's. Arby's good. is good. Yeah, that was quality. Oh, man. I'm looking at the... At the the picture of yes. this new venison this sandwich. Com- Robin, that's a... You just blew the punchline. Well, no. This we- coming Saturday... At every Arby's store, they, hey, will be, they will be serving for one day only what? venison sandwiches. Oh, man. Venison. Me, my boy Carson Wentz going to be down there, man. They oh, will man. kill. How many Bambies will have to die? Bambi's going to be killed again. Can you drag your own? Bring your own to Arby's? They'll slice it up right back there for you. Damn, this looks so good. It's crispy onions, juniper berry steak sauce. Love a juniper berry. A venison steak and a star top bun. Wow. Oh, the star top on. That's what does it for you, Tom. Oh, I'm not a big venison guy. Awesome. Yeah, but is it, I mean, is, I mean how's, the, how's the deer hunted, though? I, mean, I don't know. I think, I think De Niro it... goes out there and gets him for you. <laughs> when he's not looking for Trump to punch him in the face, he's killing more deers. Okay, no, wait. I like to make it plural because I know deer is plural, when but is it just doesn't it? sound right. It's made with elk. Yeah. It's elk meat, not... Oh, elk. Is that venison, too? Venison. Yes. You know, I've had elk and eggs. That's pretty good. You ever have elk, elk and, and eggs? eggs? Yeah. No, I... Go to a diner somewhere, like in Montana. No. Elk and eggs. You're not I've... getting cream chip beef on toast. You're not getting I've scrapple. Had... I've had fucking eggs, which is you ever eaten diner, diner in the Northeast? You're fucking eggs. And it's... <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I had to do it. It's, it's offering you. it all their 3,300. I said that, Robin. Oh, now, okay. you, am I on a two-hour delay? It sounded to me like you said a different number. I said, my at, bad. I said at 3,300 Arby's locations yep. this Saturday only. Which I believe is every single yes. one of their locations. It is every one of their locations, and it's only so. It's like first come, first serve. When they're out, they're out. How many will they have per store? Is it going to be like the Christmas? You know, hey, we've got uh, a pile with a cabbage patch dolls, but there's only three at the store. So there'll be people beating each other up to get one. That's good. Uh, will you fight over a venison sandwich? No, Tony, I will not. If you want one, I will fight. No, right. I don't want one. So, if I want venison, I'll go to my son AJ's backyard where he has like fifty deer hanging out. I saw three dead on seventy six on my way down here. When is hunting season? Like, does it coincide? No, I don't think Arby's is sending out the kitchen staff with bow and arrows (laughs) to go get the uh, product. Hey, Jimmy, get the bows. (laughs) (laughs) What I mean is, like, does it coincide? Station three. Does it coincide so that 
it's not like it's frozen all year long. They're getting it what fresh. What the hell do so I look like? Uh, meat well, pro- uh, one thing, can we, if we can get a hundred. Cisco? No, if we can get a hundred, call him. But can't you hunt on your own <laughs> land any season? No. I mean, no. You, now, like my it's son. your own land, right? For example, my son in Delaware, in, uh, in actually in Maryland, okay. he can hunt on his own land. He has to have a permit, you know, and he can't use a gun when it's bow season. But if deer walk into his property and they do all the time. He's dead, yo. He's meat. I have, I have You know what my son yells when he sees a couple of deer? What's but then he, he eats them. He doesn't hunt deer right. for, for a pleasure. I have an answer regarding. I, you I, know what he says when he sees that deer and he finally puts down one of those 10-point bucks? What does he say? We have the meat. <laughs> That's exactly right. right. Who no, is it? I Who's would, the name? Who's the voice? I'll just say if anybody can guess it. Don't we Google do. it, though. I'm not going to. So Take a guess, Robin. It's, it's, um, it's not wild venison. Pennsylvania and Texas are uh, so Pennsylvania is second only to Texas for the number of deer and elk farms. Okay. The animals. So these are, are raised, these are raised. These are farm raised animals. They're not wild deer right, or venison. The animals are raised or, for or, trophy oh. hunting, venison, which is in this case mm-hmm. the the where it's bought from stores and in for for restaurants and things like that, and they're also raised for their urine. Really. Yeah. Is the urine mixed up the sauce for the juniper berries? Do they mix that in there? They, but, how do you do it? How do you make it properly? But get this. Arby's. It? And we actually just saw something on TV about this not too awfully long about ago. About urine? Do you know where Arby's gets all of its venison? No. They do not get it here from the United States. Where? They get it from grass-fed deer in New Zealand. I thought that's where we get all the grass-fed... Uh, what's the other big animal from New Zealand that we get all the time? Sheep. Sheep and goats, right? Right. Even though we have gazillions of them here. So Arby's is getting their meat from New Zealand. Right, because they're grass-fed rather than here in the United States where a lot of the um, animals like cows and whatever are fed. Straw uh, hay and straw, uh, right? Corn. And, but grass-fed is the best. I did not know that. Well, that's the same thing with cattle now. That's yeah. where they can charge you $15 a pound for beef because it's grass-fed beef. Of course. USDA. Prime choice, Holmes. It's an outrage. So let's get one more phone call in before we go to break. We are, it's almost time to break? Yeah, man. We got four minutes before four break. Home. Dude, what happened to the show? <laughs> I know, man. I need another cookie, though, too. 215-634. 215-634. You're on the air. These are excellent. Hello. Hello. Who is this? Well, I know who this is. This is Larry from Richmond. Larry Hanna. Yes. It's like, oh, my gosh. It's like voice from the past night tonight. I love it, brother. Turn back the clock night. Yeah. Where the hell are yeah. you, Larry? Well, things have... No, I'm doing fine now. I was a little bit of rehab and recovery, but now I'm doing fine. I'm, I hit, I hit, kind of hit the bottom, but, you know, those things happen to people. Well, I right hope now, you're all right, man. We're glad to hear and, you're uh, all right. Yeah, so everything's going fine. Uh, there is an Arby's in Philadelphia. It's at Aramingo and, I think, Huntington... Down in Richmond. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. I'm talking so, about like in, center, in, in the immediate South Philly, Center City area. I don't see any of them. Uh, it's an outrage. I know. This place. Yeah. So, uh, everything okay? Everything's going fine? It's, I see pictures of you rebuilding your house. Yeah, we finally got the basement done. That's where we're your doing the house. show from, in the wine cellar. So, it's going well. Now, everything's okay. good. Everything's good. Good. Uh, you got to give me give me your address. Christmas is coming, so I I don't know if I'll be able to make any shows. So 
I get to mail my stuff to you. No, you don't have to worry about so, that stuff, Larry. You're know, always good to us. We're going to oh, do another well, show. Yeah, you know, like I don't do it every other year, right? We're like going to do another show before. down at Moonshine, so, our Christmas show again, on Christmas Eve, 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 I think. Okay, that sounds good. Well, I'll have to get a ride down now because I lost my license, too. I just, like I said, I hit the rock bottom, but I'm on my way back, and I'm feeling great. Well, so Larry, we are so... I got on the show... We're very glad to hear that you are what? on the mend. Yeah, I am on the mend. I'm doing wonderful. So Good. You know, it's been a short time, but everything's working out for the better. That's I good, man. Seriously. I just want to get Seriously. on the phone and say hi to you guys because it's been a long, long time. I know, man. We always, we're always wondering what's happening, yeah, you know, know, to everybody that we know. I just want to, what's that? I said, we always, you know, when we don't hear from people that we know... You know, it goes for, for a while. We're like, whatever. We know. I hope Larry's all right. You know, like when we don't hear from Jose for a few weeks, we wonder, is Jose all right? The good thing, like Jose calls well, Luigi every hear week. Well, now more often. Well, he's, he's so yeah. Now they got my head back on straight. So you know, I just like I said before, I want to say hi to you people and uh, you know, give me that address and uh, guys, take it easy. And right. I love you guys. Love you too, right. Larry. I'm so have glad a, to hear everything's going better in your life, I'll man. I'll talk to you maybe next week. All right. Thank you, buddy. There he is, the great Larry. Let's give him a roaring All round right. of applause. Take it easy. Bye. Let's give him a roaring round of applause there, Luigi. I'm getting for him right now, buddy. We always like to see our friends and people who become part of the family, you know, who follow us around for years and they become friends and not just listeners. Oh, Larry's awesome. No, he's a great guy. Last time he came out the moonshine, he had a he had a little bit of a fall though. Yeah, exactly. He slipped and fell. He because he was having a good time. That's why yeah. it wasn't it was no one's fault. Well, but and as you heard, he got himself you can help. Have too and he much got... of a good thing, and, and yep. so you get help. And he, Larry got help, and we are very very happy to hear that. Absolutely. No, no one can have any of my condoms. They're all for me. That's too much of a good thing. That's too much information. Let's go to break. <laughs> we'll take a break. We come back. More of your calls. We gave you the uh, Arby's venison update. We have a space. We'll go into space tonight too. Not that we don't every other week. We will be spaced out tonight. Yes, we will. It's a space meets politics update. You know, we don't like to play politics on this phone. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Exactly. <laughs> we will go up. Up, up in the air. I don't even know about this. It's a good update. You always have good updates, bro. We well, got a Florida story this week, too. We got a That's great Florida update. story. I know, Robin. I know. We'll have a combination Florida, politi- politics, and space cadet update. All three for the price of one tonight. You're, just you giving, don't have, it, you're giving it away, Tony. You would have to pay extra for this. No, like right now, th- th- there would be some. If this was, if this was one of those infomercials, we'd be tackling Tony right now, saying, "Tony, no, we cannot no. do this. No, we, we will cannot. give it away. All these other bloggers and all these other new unemployed writers looking to make a living, which I understand, having to charge you to go read their columns and 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 opinions. That's fine. If people want to pay to read your content, go right ahead. We never charge a dime for our content. And we don't even beg you to send us money for our content. I do it, but I just... Every once in a while, I may. And right now, I probably should do it more than ever. <laughs> but I won't. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. Not I'll yet. have somebody we're, do it on my behalf. We're getting close, though. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> 717-363-TONY is the number. We'll keep you up to date on all the other stuff. Yankees look like they're going to go to the World Series 5 nothing late in that ball game, and... They will play probably the Los Angeles Dodgers, unless the Dodgers somehow blow a 3 nothing lead. It doesn't appear to be the way, no. that way. And, you know, Dodgers-Yankees. 
Go grab yourself a nice bottle of uh, Michael and David wine or, or yourself a, in general. Or an Omagang beer. Mm-hmm. And we will be back in five minutes. Yes, stay with us. It's the Tony Bruno Show Live podcast. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Show starts in five minutes. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candies. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And now, on with the show. Yes, indeed. I have not stopped eating the next product. Now you've been on it all the time. What's the wheat thing, though? You did? I only had a couple left. I finished them all. You gotta have the product. What do you call again? Arugula? No, not arugula. I know. I'm joking. Just arugula. 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 How do you spell it? Is it is it German, Polish, Russian? You gotta roll the R's, bro. Jewish? Jewish, Jewish. Oh, Mazel, man. German Jewish. Rugla. <laughs> Are we back? Can we talk? <laughs> no, we're talking. <laughs> Jesus, Tony. We're talking. You're the one professional here. I'm eating. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm eating. Excuse me. I'm sorry. So we're back for uh, hour two of the program. Yes, so. we are. Oh, Imagine Ed- Arby's last hour, and I asked if anybody knows who this is that does this voice in the Arby's commercial. We have the meats. You know who it is, Robin? I don't know. But whoever it is has a fantastic voice. I have no idea who it is. Wait. Oh, he's, he's an actor. Wait. He was in... Was he... Wasn't he in... I think he's he, been in a million movies. I think he was in The Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know if he was and in And he's like... Uh, he's a heavy set guy. He's a little heavy set. He wears suits a lot. I didn't see Wolf of Wall Street. I'll tell you what I don't know in. his name, but I can picture the face. I didn't see Wolf. Is that a, that's not a twist off. You need an uh, opener. What's the damn opener? Okay. He was in the Mission Impossible, a couple of Mission Impossible okay. movies. This question he was is in impossible. Pulp Fiction. He was in uh, Dawn of the Dead. Okay. He, uh, he was in Piranha 3D, which I'm sure he doesn't like on his resume. <laughs> uh, yeah, I caught that, actually. <laughs> is it... If, uh... Okay, no, I'm looking at him. I think I now know who you're this talking about. This guy's a big star. He's been in a million movies. What's his name? I hung out with him at the Playboy Mansion. Oh, that's right. You do have a picture with him somewhere. How about some oh, other ones? Oh, good for you. Damn right it was good for me. Oh, what's his name? He was he in, was uh, in uh, Now I Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Yes, he was in, um, Day. I said Day of the Dead, Mission Impossible 3. Con Air. Con Air. Bad boy, bringing out the dead, out of sight. Yes, he is alive. No, this is you're thinking of the guy he's that was doing in the Arby's long commercials. Mile. Of course, he's alive. Pulp Fiction, uh, Jacob's Ladder, Casualties of War. Oh, somebody, somebody actually mentioned it. 
No way. Person. Is it really him? Yes, it is. I didn't. I didn't know it was the brother. Bing Rames. It's Bing Rames. Bing Rames is the voice of the Arby's commercials. I thought it was a white guy. No, are you kidding? It doesn't sound like a white guy. No, I thought it was a white guy because of the commercial. There was a white guy there, but you know what though? He was, he was the, um, uh, he was the first person to. But I do. You know who was used to be the voice of Arby's commercials? You won't even get this one. Why are we? The talk- one that was before him. A couple before him. It's a white guy. That's what I'm saying. It's that guy. But no, he didn't do the voiceover. He did the voiceover. He was the actual. He was the toaster in the Arby's commercial. Another friend of the show. Do you know who it was, Robin? Uh, Arby's had a toaster a couple years ago as their spokesperson. It was an animated toaster. Do you remember? It says, do you... I have no idea who the the toaster commercial... Okay, hold on a second. Arby's used the toaster as one of their spokespeople. It was an animated toaster. An animated toaster. Yes. And he's another friend of the show. I don't know, bro. And he's been on not that long ago. Tony, I'm God, I'm I hate to do it. Let me give you one of these. No, right I'm trying away. to picture picture oh, the guy. I'm trying to Google it. Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold was the no voice of Arby's. He was yes, he was. Show. That's what I just said. Tom Arnold was the voice of Arby's for a couple of years as the toaster. That's great knowledge right there. I don't even have to Google this crap. That's because you know him. I did not know this. I don't eat fa- I don't eat fast food, Tony. So you don't have to go to Arby's to know Tom Arnold was the co- toaster. Uh, apparently, I do because I had no idea. You might be one of the only six people on the planet that knew that Tom Arnold was a toaster at Arby's. I know he's been toasted before, but that yeah, was exactly. a long time ago, and he's been clean for a while. You've had a few bon- Bruno bashes with him, haven't you? Absolutely. So there you have it. I'm giving you double. Uh, I'm giving you a double shot of Arby's tonight. Ving Rhames and Tom Arnold. You're not getting that on any other podcast. Even all these strappers who do these Hollywood shows and inside stuff, they don't know crap. It wasn't the toaster. He was the oven mitt. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Oh. I thought he was a toaster. <laughs> same thing. It is the same thing. It's both. They're both hot. Well, excuse me, Rob. Uh, I didn't even know he was even in the commercials. I did not. I did not realize that that was him. The but oven it was not mitt. a toaster. It was an oven mitt. I'm sorry. I apologize. Because I was like trying to picture. I'm like. I don't remember there being... It's an oven mitt. You're right. Get some facts and come back and see me. At least I got Tom Arnold right. <laughs> yeah, And Ving Rhames. That was good. That was good. I like Ving Rhames and Dawn of the Day of the Dead. Was it Dawn of the Dead? We're up on the roof and the zombies are coming into the building. Because I love zombie movies. Yeah, He's been in zombie. a couple of those zombie movies. I'm surprised we didn't go back to Walker Stalker this year, man. I know. We should have. We should have went back. Was up, I need was... to go do a haunt. I need to do another paranormal well, investigation. Well, I emailed Robin yes. so we can, do it. we can do an overnight stay at the Eastern State Penitentiary, dude. I know. Let's I've done it. Let's do it. I've done it. But I haven't, so let's go. You'd be too scared to do it. No, I ain't. I'm no, I, Tony, I'm telling you, dude, I would, I, would, I would bring my headphones, I'd listen to the podcast, and I'd be good to go. Oh, no. He would I, scream I like Chris a little girl. Williams. I did it with... Former paranormal investigator from Ghost Hunters, Chris Williams. Can I bring someone with and me? And Aaron Sager. Company that way, I'm not scared the entire time. You would still be scared. You'd be scared, man. I I think we I think we should do it just so I that I can it. videotape Luigi screaming like a little girl. That's a that's a piss stain, bro. <laughs> that's, that's we got to get a night vision camera though, that because it's we've got to be total darkness. I want to go. Can we at least go to the damn haunted house? No, the haunted see, house is scary. I don't like the fake stuff. I don't like where people jump out at you, and, and I just don't do well with that. But I do like the real stuff, which exactly. makes no sense whatsoever. So then can we just go to Eastern State Penitentiary for the night, then? Maybe do a show? Yeah, I want to do it. I'll call them. You I know, know where else Robin Thank and I you. went? We didn't spend the entire night, but we were there late into the night. Which is even scarier Where'd because it's not as clean. 
is um, up at the uh, asylum. Oh, you went to Panhurst. Oh, how would that? Panhurst. No, uh-uh. no way, homie. Panhurst. Nope. nope. It's not an asylum. Panhurst was not an asylum. Nope. They People called the haunted nope. attraction there. No, it was an asylum. No, it wasn't. Nope. It was a state hospital, Robin. Nope. It was not an asylum. People Pan- that- Panhurst was a state yes, hospital. Was. Just like Byberry was a state hospital. Yep. People called it the loony bin or psycho wards yeah, or asylums. Yes, it was not an asylum, Robin. They called the haunted attraction at Penhurst an okay, asylum. I know. They, it's, it's Penhurst State School and Hospital. But technically, back in the day, those things were all, those places were all called asylums because they yeah, were. Yeah, because we called people who were mentally ill loony bins right. or psychos. Correct. That's why they called them that because that's what we called people back then. We don't call people who are mentally disturbed psychos anymore. No, they just call this program. Exactly. We call them <laughs> listeners. Exactly. In fact, we have one on the line. We have one on the, we have one on the line right now. Let's go to Jim from Sheltonham. He might have something oh, no, for no, us. Jim's not a psycho. No, no, I'm only kidding. Wow. Jim is psychic, if it's anything. A, I love Jim. We do have him, though. We can go to him in a little bit, but I want to finish what we were talking. I do want to go to this damn By the way, I have show. breaking news now on the 76ers halftime, first halftime of the regular season. Joel Embiid has played 13 minutes and two seconds in the first half. Which means, with the Sixers up at the half, 60-56 to 56 over the Wizards, Joel has 11 points and 6 rebounds. He only has 3 minutes to play in the second half before they shut his ass down. He's still ready to get a double-double, though. It's crazy. So you would, you would be happy with a double-double and a loss because he's not on the floor? No. No. I want him to play, man. He's got to play at least 25 minutes, man. I agree. You got a chance to steal the, the opening game, game on the I mean. road against the Wizards. Every game he plays in, if he plays north of 25 minutes, 30 minutes, that threshold, the Sixers are going to be in every single game. They're going to be in Absolutely. every single game because defensively, he changes the entire game. So, in order, if your team, if, it, if the Sixers are close, you got to put him back in the game. You have to give him a chance to win. Man. Absolutely, you have to. absolutely, I totally agree, and he does too. He said the minutes restriction was up in BS. See, that's the one thing too is that the Sixers may not bunk in fantasy. No, 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 bunk in BS. Bunk in BS. If people like the Sixers might sit there and start saying, "Well, you know, hey, hey, Joel, we need you to sit down. You're in the minutes restriction." He might start getting a little upset and start talking like, "You know, this is this is you know, I don't like this," and blah 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 blah. And if he starts getting pissed and you got him upset, then we have a problem. By the way, Joe Ruff, Joe Ruff has a great comment regarding spending the night at the uh, Penhurst. Is it a great or, comment because he has something to say about He me? says, Luigi can do it. There's no swimming or ice skating. Oh. <laughs> no, he'll be trying to skate his ass out of there after a couple of hours. <laughs> Scary, man. Speaking of doing it, I don't know if anybody... Doing what? If anybody saw the tongue action on Tony when he was playing cornhole... This I'm like Michael Jordan. I'm like the guy who was pretended to be Michael Jordan. It was a bust. Remember the kid out of USC? No. Uh, what was his name? The kid that came out of USC. OJ Mayo? No, way before that. Oh, darn. It's... it's and he, everybody says, oh, this is the next Michael. Oh, he Isaiah held Ryder. J. R. Oh, no, no, no. no, no, uh, no. Harold Miner. Harold, Harold Miner. Dunk champion Harold Miner. Boom. That's great knowledge right there. Sorry, Robin. I was, I was, he's all excited now. He's talking, about, he's talking about NBA. He's all excited. We can get rid of the 76er song by now. No, we're not. I like we're, the 76er song. Let it ride out. We're talking about the NBA. Well, we can turn who's it down in, just a little who, bit. Who's in charge of the show here? I am. I'm in charge of the horizontal, <laughs> the vertical, the perpendicular. You're, the, in, you're the, in charge uh, of the content. I'm in charge of everything. Bridget on Facebook checks in. She goes, my cousin works every year at Penhurst. You want ticks? Let me know. Sweet. We know the people involved up at Penn. I know we got it. We got and a lot. Can of we go, please? So, you want to go to do a paranormal investigation to, or just want, go see the haunted attraction? I want both. You can have both. Yeah. I want both. You, 
In fact, the night that I stayed over the I last wanna, time, I want to go have fun. They were and then I want to go get freaked the hell out. That's no, the not one time I went with Chris Williams. Oh, that's right, I wasn't here. And Aaron Sagers, you were out of town. We went and did the haunted attraction first at uh, Eastern State Penitentiary, and then after everybody left, we had full range of the prison. We stayed there when everybody was gone. It was scary. Robin and I were on television. We did a show. We, actually, we didn't do a show. We went, when I took her to Eastern State for the first time as a tourist. Before we moved back to Philly, I had an experience. Robin had a paranormal experience, and then they contacted us, and we were on a paranormal show. Yeah, we had to do one of those lame reenactments. Uh oh. Well, yeah. because we couldn't, we didn't have tape of our actual encounter. Just saying, man. So why? And what national television as, shows have you been on? As far as lame reenactments go, none. But I'm, we did I, a pretty I, good I, job. But I, I don't know. No, I'm well, not. wasn't it on Destination America? Wasn't it? No. Where was it on? It was on. Haunted was, actually, I was on TV show. I was on Bronco Bills, man, on UPN 57, Dancerama, when I was 16 years old, brother, wow. and I was breaking it down to Mortal Kombat. How about that, brother? Let me give How you a round of applause for that. that. Let me give you one of these. I want to go back to this weekend, though, with Tony Bruno playing cornhole. Now, there was an That was at the Ed McBride event on Saturday at they closed the Street, cause, the man. block party with the cause. It was an amazing event. They ra- they, they, it was so packed. It yes. Was, and it was a, Big Rube's chicken was there. Big Rube was there. Which with was. The fried chicken was really amazing. good. The barbecue. Everything yep. was great. The gang from Omer Gang uh, Brewery up yes, there in Cooperstown, actually, New York. So, so I'm really, really excited. Have you had an Omer Gang, Luigi? Yeah, I drink it. I, I, I drink they actually two. sponsored last year at the uh, when we did the Tony Claus thing over at Moonshine. Yes, they did. When I go to Moonshine, I have two. I, I, I walk in and I have my Oma Gang and the wheat. Have, the one that's a wit, they call it, but it's a wheat beer. And then I drink. I, I've been really sipping on the two SP Delco Fest lately. That's absolutely what I've been a lot lately during the show. So, um, we met Megan McGuire, who's the market manager for both Pennsylvania and Delaware. And she's a huge fan of the show and of Tony Bruno. She's been listening to Tony well, Bruno I mean, who is forever. It? I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. And <laughs> so she was laughing at me because I pronounce Omahang, which is the traditional Dutch, Belgian Dutch, they're Flemish, uh, way of pronouncing it. And she goes, uh, Omega what? And I said, Omahang. It's spelled O M M E R G A N G. O M M E. G A N G, Oma Gang, right? As some people, and that's how they they pronounce it here in the United States, Oma Gang. And she laughed and she goes, "Yeah, we're like we're like American kids with Belgian parents." So that's their 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 Oma Gang. They're like way cooler than the Belgian parents are, because um, but they Oma Gang is owned by Duvel Mortgat which is they own Duvel beer and they own several other beers, Mm -hmm. and then they purchased. The Belgian brewery here in the in Cooperstown. Cooperstown, New York. What's in Cooperstown, New York, Luigi? The Hall of Fame of Major League Baseball. Exactly right. right. So, and guess what they want us to do next year? No. Do a live show at the no, Baseball Hall yes. of when? Fame in Cooperstown. When? When the, they when they oh, have the enshrinement the of the, the newest class. What are you going to tell me this? Right now. Uh, it's next July, so I think we have some time. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I got a couple things going on, man. I just bought a 40-pack. <laughs> He's busy. <laughs> He's going to be busy. 40 pack of what? PBR? No. So, so, yeah, so I'm really excited about having met her because she's she wants us to do all sorts of stuff with Oma Gang and she loves us. So, Next we might have. Hey, we, about, we, we might have another official sponsor coming up here pretty soon. Well, we have soon. an official wine sponsor, Michael David Winery, right. MD Winery, which on is Twitter. the best 
wine in the United States, and it goes that we should have the best beer exactly. being the sponsor in exactly the United right. States as well. So, so we're very excited about that possible. We know for sure that they are going to sponsor the Christmas Eve Eve show. The Tony Claus Exparaganza, yes. And we are now in talks with them about sponsoring overall, but also this um, the induction weekend. And because they don't have hotels up in Cooperstown, it's kind of like in the middle of nowhere. And they do something really cool. They have um, glamping. Glamping. You ever do glamping? I've never done glamping. What is and glamping? you don't need those condoms for that either. No. What you <laughs> what Although is, they may come in handy if you What do. it is is um, really high-end. I'm in there for average, Chief. <laughs> really high-end tents where... Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. So, so they're they, campers. They're not like pup tents. Not like no, a teepee kind of action? I don't know. I don't know. But they're, they're going to arrange... It's called glamping, which is glamorous glamping. camping. Yes. Is there electricity in a shower in the tent? No. There's electricity, we, but no can, shower. Can please find out? How do you know, Robin? She she and I talked. Okay. Who the hell does camping? Megan and I talked I for camping. quite a while. So so there's no shower you in the tent. tent. Doesn't mean you're a camper. All right. No, I've been camping. Well, apparently bro. you've been I've pitching camped. tents often lately. There we go. I've slept on dirt <laughs> camping. All right. Homeless. It's a I whole took my story. kids out camping in, in in rainstorms. Right. Right in the middle of, of, of Fourth and Shunk. No, I took them. I took <laughs> Luigi, the first time I went to Acetate and Chincoteague. I camped. I camped at Disney World. You know where I camped when, when, when I got married? Twice. I drove to Disney World in 1974 Before it opened. and stayed at the campground at Walt Disney World because there were only a couple hotels in 74 because it opened in 73. Right. It just, it's so I went to the campground and, and pitched a tent with my wife and stayed in, in Walt Disney World in the campground. <laughs> I've camped everywhere. <laughs> so I'm not one of these chumps like you who doesn't camp. I don't or do softies camping. like Robin who doesn't what's, do camping. What's camp? the softie about? I like clean running water. I like electricity. What's the big deal, dude? You got to be one with nature, man. What happens if there's an apocalypse tomorrow and you got to live in the wild? What are you going to do then? Who says I'm going to make it? Well, well, can we back up for a second? Oh, okay. Unlike Robin, who what? Who doesn't like to camp? And doesn't lay in the dirt and doesn't get down I'll and dirty. It, but do we get Wi-Fi at least? I mean, I'll <laughs> run. I mean no. are you kidding? Why, Robin would commit suicide if she had to camp without Wi-Fi. Together, can Robin. You and up? I together. Can we? We had no internet for two days. You would thought that the world had come to an no, end. No, 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 no. I want to. I want to back up again. Who has done the most camping and the most roughing it? Out of anybody in this room, probably out of anybody in this block. Uh, that would be I, I me. Lived, I lived out of my car on the street for two weeks. I've uh, been there, so. done that. That's not camping. Yeah, that's, that's bumming. Yeah. That's there's surviving. a different thing. That's surviving. There's, there's a difference between being a bum and being a camper. Oh, I was 16. I have so. carried everything to sleep, eat, and go to the bathroom with on my back and gone several days hiking up into the woods. I have been where there's like headhunters and I've been trekking through the jungle. I don't think anybody here has been able to up that one. All right, you got me on that. Thank you. I've been headhunting before, too, but it's a different <laughs> thing. I thought that was me. That's usually up in the, when I was going to the hot shops at 69th and Market. Yeah, you were headhunting. Yeah, yeah. I was headhunting out there. I got out of South You were hunting for head is what you were doing. Damn right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Meanwhile, let's go back to the phone. So, all the gang, we're going to go to Cooperstown, baby. Yeah, Cooperstown. So, no, I'm, I'm happy about this, man. I've always wanted to go make the pilgrimage out there. It's a great place. It's a beautiful place. I'm very place. excited. And she wants you to predict who is going to be inducted this year. I will give you. And I told her next year is going to be a strong class. Is this really happening? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Megan is so excited about it. While you're out there trying to use 40 condoms that you just bought at Costco, we're out there pounding the pavement. They'll be going away Trying to July. get this show. I'll be pounding the pavement too, Chief. Where, where <laughs> it needs to be. Taking it to the next level. Okay. Taking it. 
taken it to where no podcast has gone before. Yeah, to a campground. Although exactly. I know who you're talking about, and you might not be using them quite as often as you think if you keep talking the way you're talking. <laughs> I didn't buy them by myself. <laughs> I'm just Wait, saying. You, had, you, had, you, you went on a shopping trip and had a female help you pick out a box of 40 condoms for you? That's with a two-man game, Tony. A two-man game? Well, it's a two-woman game. Oh, okay. Well, sometimes it's I don't more. think I want to know any more about this. Let's move on. If you're lucky, it's not just a two-man game. Let's go to Jim from Shelton. Let's go to Jim. Jim, minutes restriction, your thoughts. How you doing, Tony? Good, Jim. You, are you on a minutes <laughs> restriction tonight? No. Good. Well, thank you for last week, last week for inviting me over. No, it was great. It was a lot of fun. It was great to see you. And I, we, I apologize for interrupting you about 17 times when you were talking. That was the best. We're like, uh, Tony, uh, Jim's still on the line here. I know. It's... Jim's on the, on the line. He was sitting here, sofa. and we were interrupting him as he was sitting literally two feet away from me. But how great was that with the, was the, with the, uh, the artifacts he brought, with the yes. programs from the Flyers, and then the newspapers from the, from the Phillies? That was awesome. Exactly. No, he's a, he's a walking encyclopedia and uh, archivist. He should be hired by the Smithsonian. If he hasn't been already. Exactly. He should be called the Jimsonian. We can open here in Philadelphia. I like that. Jimsonian oh. Institute. I like it. We should Jim coin from that Cheltenham's phrase. Jimsonian. <laughs> Not Jimboree. I think they went out of business. Did they, Jimboree, or are they still no, around? No, they're still here. All right, just checking. Go ahead, Jim. I'm sorry. What's going on tonight? It was glad to hear from Vince from South Philadelphia again. Absolutely. He used to call all the time. We haven't heard from him in a long time. No, he's been going through health issues. Like yeah, he's a great guy. He's been going through health issues, and I know his, his family, he's had some issues there as well. So we just, we're always glad to hear from people we haven't heard from and hear that they're okay. Well, he asked, asked, asked one question, asked Robin a question about the bacon commercial you, she, she used to do. Yes. yes. The right brand. Do you have tape? There's no way. I have, I have a clip from uh, December 23rd of 2010. Of Robin doing a right brand bacon oh, commercial? Do I have anybody with me? Cause we yeah, used to... live remote. You, you, Betsy was with you. And you oh, did that's a, awesome. A live remote at um, Parks Casino. The great oh. De- Betsy Deming yes. from 97.5 The Fanatic. She helped, she helped teach yes. me how to, pr- how to yes. do uh, engineering. Well, when we were in L.A. doing it, we were in Philly at that time for a remote at Parks Casino at the Chickies and Pete's up there when yep. we came back and we were still living in L.A. And whenever we had anybody in studio in L.A., they would always do the commercial with Robin. So it always had to be a woman, though. Right. Couldn't be another. Couldn't because, be a guy. Because, of course, one of Tony's favorite phrases is two chicks at the same time." And because these commercials were so sexy anyway, it just went without saying that it really should be two people, two women saying it at the same time. So exactly. go ahead, Jim. Let's go to the tape. You can add this to it's your. It's time reel. for the commercial. Are you ready? This portion of Into the Night is brought to you by Right Brand Bacon. Right Brand, the crowd like that. I think that uh, Betsy and I need to stare in each other's eyes. For okay, this. do whatever you need to do. Uh, right Brand Bacon is everything you like about bacon, only bigger. Right Brand Bacon, bigger, better bacon. I'm so thick. I'm so delicious. Oh. I'm like meat candy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, man. Find out more. Not about Bessie and Miss Robin. Find out more by going on to BiggerBetterBacon.com. And we heard the great Glenside Charlie yes. in the background. Uh, yeah. His, his wife is going to be here tomorrow. Yes. 
Is she? Yes. For what? Business. Business. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Ed Nasta <laughs> on Facebook was saying he was there. He For the right brand yeah. bacon? Yes. yes. He was. That was a great crowd. It was that was a holiday. That was right before Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it, Jim? What was the date of that? And the decent. That was right, right before, before Christmas. Christmas. Oh, okay. oh, that was the Christmas Eve 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 show, right? Yes, when we went up to parks. That was great. That was a great night. There were like a thousand people there. There were. It was so packed. It was crazy busy. I can't believe you have that on tape, Jim. I need to. You you need to send that to me because <laughs> I don't have it. You opened the. Sh- I think you opened. I think you opened the show, and every people while you were opening the show, people were standing on top of the bar throwing things at you. Exactly. That <laughs> was when they closed you know the what, show. You yeah. know what's really funny? That I actually it's women had... usually throwing undergarments, because Tom Jones is, the, is too old now, so they, they pick on me now to throw there their... Were, it's there usually were... like 70-year-old women throwing bras and panties, though, There were people that, <laughs> were were ma- that, made the, that made a lot of the Tony Bruno sound, uh, sounds from the show into ringtones, and the Ripe Brand Bacon commercial was one of them. They made them into ringtones. So somewhere out there, somebody has a ringtone. We got to get Right Brand Bacon back on board. I know we do. Say that fast five times. Right Brand. Br- See. See? Right <laughs> brand bacon, wait. Right Brand Bacon back on board. 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 Shit. Sorry, I lost it. Eh. I tried. Let me get one of those. Poor Ruth is like sitting there saying, "What the hell is this? What the hell is going on back? What the hell? I bake for this. I spent all day baking Jewish pastries for this. I svetched, kvetched all day. Oy vey! I kvetched. (laughs) Right? It's kvetched all day, right? Kvetched. Yeah. Kvetched. Kvetched. Who does that? Who has the final score now? The Yankees won five nothing. Five nothing. It is a final, and we'd like to thank the Houston Astros for participating." In this year's postseason, and pick up your Ken Giles. Man, the Phillies should have never let him go. Still got two more games in Houston. And you blew it. Wait, you isn't blew that? It. Oh, that's right. They only. It's only. They they're it. only up. No. Isn't that series it's over? Be, it's about to be over. Too. It's over, isn't it? Yes. No, no. The game, game, three two. New York. It goes back to Houston. Oh, it's three two. I thought the Yankees were up three games to two. No. Oh, so it was two two. That's right. The Yankees won game five. And now they can close it out, but they and have Houston to go back to Houston. Houston not lost the home playoff game yet. So no, that's true. Say. I was a little premature. I hate to do that. I hate But it happens when happens. you get older. The Cubs are done. Cubs, no, yeah, the Cubs are toast. Protect yourself. Just Let me have one of those. I, will, I will wear one of Luigi's condoms for the rest of the show so I protect it from any Thanks, mistakes. Brother. Just in case, Tony. Which one should I use? The ends, the ultra rib, the ultra thin, the charred, or the double ecstasy? Go for the charge, bro. Charge. Go for the charge. Not charge, charge. Oh. Shouldn't you be I'm asking charred, me man. which I'm ones I want? Yeah, exactly. Ask Robert's opinion. What should be My doing. brain is charred. You got to the take most. them all. They're not playing cards, take them out man. Again now. Because I, I think they, they feel the same on the inside. Tony, you always want to do that right though. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me while I whip this out. I do believe it's on the outside that's important, which is what I should then be having him put on. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> as soon as they find out I got these, they'll be right over. <laughs> exactly right, Tony. It doesn't say that what the flavors yes, are. Yes, it does, Tony. It's on the side. Where? The flavor. It's, it's right here, Tony. Look. It's written. No, no, it's not that they're color coded. Oh, they are on, color coded. No. These are ends. Yeah, those are the ends. No, they are. Right? They are color coded. Yeah, see, ends is the blue. No, but they also have. And the double it's also, ecstasy it's also, is the dark. It's blue. also written on there. Yeah, but I can't see it, even oh. though I have glasses. Tony definitely. I mean, there's no doubt about it that he wants the double ecstasy. Exactly. Is there still more in there? Let's check. Oh, shit. Let's see. Which one did you use first? You said you've used two already, right? No, I no, used one. one already. 
Which one? I went double X, man. First one on top. You got to go double so X. I went double X, of course. Why don't you go double X? I didn't like them, though. I didn't like them too much. You didn't like the double nah, X? I didn't like them too much. You only, had, you only experienced single X? Single X is all it was. Yeah, I was basically jerking off. That's what it was. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Since I've never actually had a condom on myself, yeah. don't they feel the same on the inside? On the inside? Yeah. Yeah, but they still, they fit differently. And like sometimes there's like different kind of like, there's a smell to them. On the inside like, of where? It takes like, no, the inside is smooth, right? Yeah, no, sometimes they have like a lubrication on the inside as well. No, There's lubrication, they have all of them have lube. No, not all. Not all of them. No, there isn't. Not natural no. lamb's wool or there's sheep's no, skin. Or... There's spermicide and there's no spermicide, but they all pretty much have lube. Timmy Galligan's right. You know, all condoms suck, and they do, bro. They absolutely do. But you know what else sucks? Kids, man. We just, oh, we exactly. yeah. It sucks exactly. more? Kids. And, and diseases. Yes. Kids and diseases suck more. I'm sorry, Jim. I don't know how we got off on the can- condoms again, so to sorry. speak. Sorry. <laughs> just remind you, Tony, you only have five weeks till Thanksgiving. Five weeks? I just bought a turkey breast to get at Acme last still week on sale. Not the whole turkey, just the whole breast. Remember I cooked one a couple weeks yes. ago? Then I'm on sale. So I bought another, yeah. like, six, seven pounder. We got to make that. We're going to make it next Wednesday. We're going to do early Thanksgiving. Like it. Are you going to have any new tip? Are you going to have any new more turkey tips? We will have turkey tips again this year. Got to do turkey tips. Maybe we should. You know what? We could actually do some new ones. We should. The ones I have have been running for 15 years. Yeah. But, but they they're never, solid they're, tips, though. Yeah. Right? I mean, you don't get the, the, the tips are always the same. The cooking tips, the wine drinking tips, they're evergreen. You can use those. They could be played for a thousand years ahead. They could put in a time capsule. You could pull them out of a time capsule when they dig up my house in South Philly long when the archaeologists come in here to try to figure out who the hell was living here. Long after I've been evicted. 10,000 years from now. Exactly. They will hear turkey tips and they will still There's a bunch of people pertinent. that are checking in that said that they were there that night for the Christmas at parks? Eve. Yeah, parks. They were there at the, uh, they were there at the uh, Will Chamberlain 100-point game at Hershey Park Arena, yeah, too. Were, I think the way, they were all there. Were all there. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Cohen is checking in. He goes, I got the laptop in one hand holding the dog by the collar to take her to the backyard. To not miss any of the show, that is dedication. That is dedication. Good job out of him. When your dog poops or pees all over your house, though, you'll regret it. All right. You're right about that, boss. <laughs> 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 He's still going. Yeah, yeah, was, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's the freak show tonight. It is the it's freak the show. freak you got show. Any more I left? I don't know. Let me see. I'll yeah. have a little bit. I actually did switch. You over. already had a little bit. Robin, it's supposed to be for Tony and I. You said you weren't going to have any. I'll give her some. Just a tiny. That's, that's good. it. Just that's a it. taste for just a second. All right. But make sure you fill yourself up, Chief. You damn right. <laughs> I got to start becoming more selfish in my you old age. Oh, <laughs> here, Miss Bridget is saying, "I'll give you my stuffing. It's orgasmic." Oh. Ooh. Bridget. I like when women talk dirty on the show. Then I don't get in trouble. It makes it easier for us to get out of it. Exactly. People are wondering how I survived 11 years in Los Angeles with all the Hollywood uh, decadence and guys hitting on women. And I'd usually just wait for them to hit on me when I was out there. And they did. I made it a lot easier. Seriously. Is that what you did? You yeah. sit back and just wait? Yeah. For a runoff? I like it. No, it wasn't a run. I mean, I, seriously, I wouldn't, when I moved to L.A., I would meet women every day. I don't know why, but, you know, I was on TV. I was doing a radio show. You know, I was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Women I was working out. I was, all, I was all in great shape. And, right. then, and then he met me, and, and he had to fight over. for it. It was over. Yeah, but when you guys met, though, I mean, Tony, you were, were, you were the aggressor in the situation. Were you not? I was the uh, – I, 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 
I put out the olive branch, so to speak. You extended the olive branch. I extended branch. the olive branch. And Robin said, I like olives. <laughs> and she well, ate the whole tree. I, w- we were working together. So I did not believe in mixing work and pleasure until I met Tony. And until then I, I asked her to watch me take a shower once, and she agreed. <laughs> and I didn't have to do anything for her. She did not have to watch me take a shower to get the job. No. I can say that without any doubt, and I have witnesses that who have correct. watched me shower. But at, at their request, not at and mine. Y- Jim, poor Jim is still on the line. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jim. He did. We do this to him more than we do okay, to okay. anybody else. We had the greatest shower, though, in our house in Venice. Yes. Yes. Seriously, yes. I had a sh- I had a shower in my house. In we Venice. called it the party shower. It, oh it, yeah, it, one of those big open ones. With oh, like, it fit like ten people comfortably. Ten people comfortably in the shower. It's just, well, let me uh, tell you. People got to rinse off. I understand. Somebody's got to wash somebody's back. Picture it just for a second, and you'll understand. Look, you could have only you know four times in that shower with those that box right there. What up? <laughs> I got you. Anyway, Jim, I don't know what's happened to the show, but. <laughs> okay, Tony. I'll, I'll talk to you next time. All right, thank you, Jim. There he is, Jim. It's like he's like our Google. He's like the Google of the history of the yeah. show. If you, you don't have to do a search, we mention something and Jim produces it. Google me. Exactly. It's amazing. <laughs> I can and Riddle now is everywhere. He's like sleeping on the couch. He's heavily active. He is active. He is active. I actually could use a lot of the stuff that he has. Jim does because I need to produce a voiceover uh, piece, and he probably has all sorts of stuff on me. Absolutely, a reel. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Alma Gang beer earlier, and it's a quality beer because they don't make a gazillion cases of it. Now, did you know? Okay, so so Alma Gang is owned by Duvel Mortgat, which is a Belgian company. Right. And Belgian beers, I think we all can agree. Yes. Are the best beers on earth now? And and I grew pretty damn close. Yeah, I, grew, no, I mean everybody will agree. Belgian beers, and even I, the people in Holland, like the people who drink Amstel and uh, and Heineken, which are great beers. They're great beers, but they still prefer Belgian yes, beer because they're just better. And I lived right um, on the Dutch Belgian border, so I my first beers were all Belgian beers. So I got completely spoiled. You were like, I eight. don't. Yeah, well, well, you're allowed like to eight, drink. Robin. Well, you're allowed to drink anytime. I understand. So, the difference is in Europe, when you drank when you were a young kid, you didn't get wasted. No. no. In the United States, when you start drinking as a teenager illegally, your goal is to get wasted. No, you're like eight or nine years old. You yeah. sit down, you have a cigarette, you have a couple drinks. Exactly. You no, you don't, what I did. you don't have a cigarette. <laughs> Sorry. But, um, <laughs> or in fact, the riddles down, you're hanging out. Just, oh. So I am just really, really excited about I, I, it's all of the different um, companies that they own along with Omegang. Is fantastic. Everything that's good. Do right, stop it now, Robin. Because we're trying to set something it's up. It's my here. favorite beers. I know, but you're ma- you make me hurt myself. You hurt, okay. you hurt yourself. But I'll tell you one beer that is world known, and that is Budweiser. Yeah. And they've had some issues lately. Although now they've got a cute commercial with the stupid dilly dilly thing. Have you seen that one? It's the yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. But you realize, like, Budweiser, it's not always been smooth riding for their advertising agency. It hasn't? No. Well, let's play the latest one. Because the latest one now, everybody's like, oh, I got that stupid thing in my head. You know, it's like a lot of things. It's a horrible commercial. It's, it's basically, when I heard it for the first time or saw it, it's basically a Game of Thrones ripoff. Because they use the term, somebody walks up and offers the king a Budweiser. And what do they say? Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. And the first time I heard it, I said, I know where they got that from. They got that from a song. 
Now, it was written way back in the 40s. Burl Ives did it back in the day. But the biggest hit version of this was from the 60s, and it was an R&B version. And, of course, you would know this because you're a kind of sort of And anybody who's ever listened to any kind of radio and listened to old-school R&B of course. knows this song. So we do a little tribute to not Budweiser beer, but to the origin of Dilly Dilly, and it's not a stupid fake Game of Thrones set scene on a Budweiser commercial. I don't know what this is. Just listen and enjoy. You follow me, camera guy? Luigi still doesn't get this. We probably didn't have to do the whole song, but the ending's good. It's one of those short two-minute oldies, though. That's what I liked about songs from the 60s. There were two minutes and done. Sort of like young guys with girls. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yes. Two and done. Or old guys with girls. That's why Luigi needs 40 of those. That's not true. I had the opposite thought. <laughs> I get yelled at a lot. So anyway, this song was called Lavender Blue. Right. Dilly Dilly. And it's been done by a lot of people. But you got to hear the ad now, Don't turn it down all the way. So it's not... Uh, <laughs> dilly it's a, Dilly. It's an original nursery rhyme. English... Old yeah. school nursery rhyme. So here's the very, you gotta hear the ending, because Robin worked hard on this. And just because Luigi's never heard this song. So 40 See, seconds go here. Wu Town checking in said, You are a friend of the kingdom. Thank you. And I'm not saying dilly dilly. And Nasta's asking if that's the platters. No, it is not the platters. No. It's Sammy, uh, Sammy Butler. It was, not a big, it was not a big star, but this was the best version of Lavender Blue ever done. Because there was one in Cinderella, the, the Disney. Sammy Turner. Sammy Turner, I'm sorry. We'll let it finish now. There's your dilly dilly right there, baby. But that's not the greatest commercial. No, and that, that's a good one because remember last year, Budweiser had a big problem with Bud Light. They came out with this campaign called... I have it written down here because I don't want to... No, that wasn't their campaign. You remember this vividly. I do remember Because they made it, a big deal yes. out of it. It was called the... Uh, up for whatever. Yeah, up remember? for whatever. Up yep. for whatever. Oh, horrible. Up for whatever. Yeah. And the feminists went crazy because basically this is what they had on the cans of Bud Light when they did this up for whatever thing. Perfect beer for removing no from your vocabulary for one night. The perfect beer for removing no from your vocabulary for one night. And then, of course, they had Pitbull up there, but that, that was a different commercial. But they actually had it on the can. How do you do Basically, that? Basically, so, well, because they were trying to appeal to millennials right. when who no don't drink Budweiser. Means yes. Right. Oh, yeah, because yeah. that's such a fantastic... Remember, no means no? Right. Well, no means yes. yes. When you're having a Budweiser and you don't give a shit about what you do you're up on for that whatever. given night. You're up for whatever. It's actually called down for whatever, yeah. to be honest with you. And so some advertising genius said, hey, that's a great idea. Oh, up for whatever. I remember at the Super Bowl, up for whatever, party zones everywhere. Yeah, hey, baby, 
You up for whatever? Yeah. Yeah. And then they did the and so that they had another one that was controversial. Budweiser, you know what they put on their cans last summer? Now that was Bud Light, the up for whatever genius uh-huh. campaign, yeah, right? I think it was a excuse me. Wow. No, no, that was a, that's was a part of the up for whatever. <laughs> there, remember they did one called America. Instead of having Budweiser on their cans, they put America where the Budweiser was on the Ooh, Budweiser cans, okay. thinking, hey, America, patriotism. Guess what? It didn't work. People didn't buy it. They did it because the Olympics were going on, the election was coming up, and they thought another, another play for millennials, because millennials don't buy Budweiser. They're all paying $7 for you know, a craft beer somewhere, and older people drink Budweiser, and it's the number one selling beer in the world. That's so it's not, not how it works. No, that's how that's it works. How so they tried works. to appeal for millennials with America on their cans, and they tried to appeal for, with millennials for up with forever, or up with whatever, up for anything, well, whatever the hell it was. jeans in a hookah lounge. You've been fine. And then Pitbull worked a little bit because then a bunch of people got stoned and uh, drank Budweiser and said, why the hell am I drinking this? I hate But the best Budweiser commercial, other than the ones with the Clydesdales and the Christmas well, Eve. I know you like it. Those are good. They yeah. pull with the hard and they remember they read the king of beers. Here of comes course. the king. Here comes the... And they had some great slogans. But the best Budweiser campaign oh, I ever. I hated these. The I best ever. Them. I'm with you, Tony. I like this. This was. Because ah. everybody says, oh, no, I'm saying dilly dilly all the time for the Budweiser. I'm not saying dilly dilly. You know what I'm still saying? This. Triple sal cow. Wow. He really nailed that landing. Yo. <laughs> What's up? What's up? What y'all doing? Just watching the game. Having a bud. What's up with you? Watching the game. Having a bud. What game are you watching? Yes! It doesn't get more magical than this. <laughs> wow. God, I hated these commercials. Everybody then, remembered it, though, right? Will then, you ever forget those commercials? No, and then here in Pennsylvania, they also had the steak, the steak No, that's up. why buddies over there at Steak Em Up. So they, they were redid like, a commercial. They redid a Steak Em Up. Steak Em Up. Oh, oh, we got to get those and go, what up? What up? <laughs> Please, no. What up? What up? What up? Those were funny. Those are still funny when you watch them now. The one that Luigi played was the dude on the phone in bed with his girlfriend. No, he was on the couch with, the, with his That's with right. His he's sitting with his girlfriend. Right. He's one of the what-up guys. And, like, what and then they, he, they call him, and he's like trying to be cool because he's got a girl with him on the and couch. And he's watching ice skating. And he's watching figure skating. Yeah, and the, the guys like, are like screaming. Are you yeah. <laughs> and the guys are screaming, what And God, then he tries to be them. cool. Hated them. Love those commercials. They, Budweiser should bring those back. No. Yes, no, they should. God, no. The only good commercials that they make are their the Clydesdale commercials. Absolutely. You know those I, commercials are phenomenal. You know where, I, where you can't find any Clydesdales? Where? Down to exactly. Florida. We welcome you to the sunshine. I've seen some heifers down there, though, but I've been testing. Oh, by the way. They were free range, too, by the way. So, yeah. so, so Robin shows me this art. Before we get this, Robin shows me this article that was uh, that was written about Tony that was that was featured in American Airlines. No, Southwest, Southwest Airlines, Airlines magazine. Southwest, but it was like it was in 2003, 2004, and this guy followed Tony around for several days. And he interviewed Tony. It was a five-page spread. 
And then all it was fantastic. The fanboy in me came out as fantastic. But you had some of the greatest quotes ever. And I can't say them on air. But we got to post them up on, on Twitter later on or on the Facebook page. We're going to take screenshots of, of the article so people can see it. But some of Tony's quotes are phenomenal on this, man. Well, people always love me. Vintage, vintage Tony quotes. No, it was great. I mean, he followed me. This guy from came from Dallas and followed me around for four days to everywhere. To my apartment, to dinner, such an to the best damn article. sports show. And it was in Southwest. You know how many people write fly Southwest? Thousands, bro. Th millions. And so when you picked your in the seat pocket, there was my picture right on the front of Southwest uh, Magazine cool, Airlines. Cool. That was pretty cool. It's a very, very, very cool. I, I need to like figure out if I can repost it somehow because it is a fantastic article. Well, I, I gave you an idea of how to how to yes showcase it. Now let's go to real Florida. But let's go to Miami, shall we? Absolutely. And this update, it's a combination of. It's out of this world, Tony. Florida politics and deep space. Let's go to your space cadet correspondent, a woman who has uh, been in Uranus every once in a while. <laughs> just pull that out of Uranus. Right yeah, I know. I just pulled that one out. You pulled that, pull that one out of Uranus. Miss Robin. <laughs> Dayline, Miami, Florida. I hope no kids are listening to the show tonight. Oh no. Are your kids listening are making, tonight? Uh, I'm sure that there's. Hopefully, there's people making kids. Yeah, even if they are. Basangula. Exactly. Okay. We're not using any profanity. It is educational. Now, I don't know. Tony, you didn't watch any of these, but even though you love yourself some Tony Shalhoub, last year, Tony Shalhoub was in a TV show called Brain Dead. It was a political satire about aliens taking oh, over. I thought it was, a, it was about the show. No, uh, it's a political satire about aliens. I thought it was the story of my life. Taking over politicians. <laughs> alien bugs come down to Washington, D.C., and they burrow into politicians' brains. And, and Well, you remember Tony Shalhoub was in... Uh, the very first Men in Black movie. He was the alien yes. dude that got shot. His head got blown and off. And then it grows back by Will Smith. Yes. And then his and then he was he was Monk forever. But that, in in the early, yes. he was Monk, which is his most famous role. But he was also the guy in the store that they go in to uh, realize that he's a space alien, and they blow his head off. And then, and then it, it grows, grows back, back up, up again. It's a little shoot head. him with the noisy well, cricket. Exactly. Well, aliens in the White House might be closer than we think. Really? If Bettina, I thought Trump cut through them all out. Yeah, but well, or or maybe he. <laughs> that wall keep them out. <laughs> but maybe Trump is the first. I don't know. We don't know. They could all be aliens for all we know. And Bettina Rodriguez Aguilera, who is running for Congress in the state take, of Florida. She's 59 years old in the state of Florida. She is hoping to replace Republican Ileana Ross. Letinen. No, it's Letinen. Letinen. It's Ilya Rose Letinen. Letinen. Why do you try to, it, to make it? Is uh, it like Lebanon? No, it's Letinen. I know, but is it like Lebanon? It's Lebanon. No, it's Letinen. Okay. That's the way it's pronounced. Iliana Rose Ross Letinen. No. Um, and back in 2003, Bettina Rodriguez Alguilera admitted that she, at age seven, was the first time that she was um, absconded by. You can't say absconded. It's not well, what she it was. was. She was well. She was taken. She was taken by a spaceship. I'm trying to find it. I can't believe that you don't have it loaded. I and do, but the problem is when I try to push the button. There we go. Thank you. So she was. She was taken by extraterrestrials at age seven. She says she in Miami. Well, Miami Beach. Well, she says I. 
I don't know where she was at the time. But um, her parents apparently asked her to go outside. She boarded the pa- spaceship, and she saw a bunch of round seats, and after the vessel took off... Hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> she, and she vividly remembers this. She said, aliens explained to her what they planned to do. God is universal energy and not a person, they said. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in everything. God talks to people, and they understand it in different ways, but there's only one religion. And they also had another question. What do we get for ten dollars? Exactly. Wait, but we have a problem with the TV now. We have no signal on HDMI three. We're being invaded oh, by aliens. I think I think that we are being. You know, they they heard us talking about it, and so we're being. Uh, we're being jammed. Our frequency's being jammed. Maybe it is uh, Neptune or Uranus listening in tonight. This is scary. Maybe we're going to be taken over now. Um, she also claims that the aliens told her that the center of energy is in Africa. That 30,000 skulls, different from human skulls, are in skulls? a... Skulls? Skulls. Like a, a human skull. skull? Skull. You're saying school. No, school. Skull. It's a skull. I like to this explain is my, my, the skull uh, on know, my I head. Punchy. I got what you call like, I don't know, a Say skull brain, again. Skull. 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 Sounds like, she, sounds like she's saying chewing tobacco. Skull. Say skull. Skull. What skull. People. Skull. But apparently all these human Nine brain limit, skulls limit, are located in a subterranean cave How on many the of island them? of Malta. How many? 30,000. 30,000 skulls? Skulls. It's a lot of, it's a lot of skulls. And they're on the Isle of Malta? And she also Wasn't there says, a WWF superstar from Malta? Wrestler. She also says that no, there is Malta a Mario. Well, the, food course, network. the Coral Castle, uh-huh. a limestone structure in South Florida, is also an ancient alien pyramid. I did not know that. Yes, she says, and so she was abducted. She's running on. I was abducted by a space alien once, and now I should be in Congress. Oh, that old tune. She says that she was she was abducted at seven. She said that she was also abducted at fourteen. And I'm trying to see if she was abducted again. Did she walk to the light? (laughs) Was she probed? Did they use anal probes? I don't. Isn't that what we always hear? They put you in, and there's like a bright light. Everyone was anal probed. Yeah, I know. Why do they always go for the anus? Aliens are in the anal. It's that's, like that's the, the worst part of it. If, if you're going to abduct sure. somebody from another planet, but the first thing you're going to check is their anus. Exactly. Because you can find Take out. Take me to your leader <laughs> and your ass. Please. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous, man. And you know what the, the space leader would say? What's that? When he sees all these people with anal probes in him, right? What's he going to say? I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> What's the matter with you? I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I Anywho. think the Phillies had an anal probe night earlier this summer <laughs> when uh, things were just, going bad. That's the bullpen. That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> I, I, think, I think everybody should vote for her. Because What's her name again? Her, her name is Bettina Rodriguez Aguilera. It's like a Caribbean holiday. Vote for her. Because yeah, she's she out of this will, world. She is, yeah. she is out of this world, and she will definitely keep things interesting. Oh, man. She's out of this world. How does that happen? I don't know, man. You got to be lucky. People are nuts, dude. I, there are many nights I've gone out in the wilderness waiting for that alien ship to come down. And <laughs> I was just watching a movie called Rupture. Rupture. Speaking Rupture. of anal probing. <laughs> yeah, it was about about these kids that were in. It was a camp. It was kids camping in the woods. 
You know, they usually just get slaughtered in every possible way, whether it's a, a maniacal uh, axe uh, guy or some lumberjack. That they came up with a new twist on dumb kids lost in a cabin in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> this time, yeah. an alien ship comes down, and aliens come down and start killing them because they shoot an alien by mistake, oh. not realizing that we know our government knows that their aliens are here and we have a truce. Oh, so we're not supposed to attack them and they're not going to attack us. So these dumb kids get a gun and they shoot one of the aliens outside their place and then the aliens go apeshit and they come down and they start killing all these dumb kids and you want them to die because they're supposed to die because it's a stupid dumb kids in the woods in a cabin that they rented out movie and you want them all to die. And so I guess, busy, and guess who was the producer? And I'm actually watching busy. this movie the other night. And yeah, which who, makes me question guess you. Guess who one of the producers was? No, not Harvey Weinstein. Ian Ziering. Jeffrey Lurie's ex-wife, the no. owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, Christina Lurie. I'm watching this, and I said to Rob, and I said, do you see who one of the executive producers of this movie was? No wonder it sucks. Yeah, not as bad as V.I. Warshawski, which was that the was Jeffrey horrible. Lurie production. You realize that? Do you know that? You remember that movie, V.I. Warshawski? Oh, you know who God. the lead was in that movie? Yes. Chris, uh, Turner. Um Kathleen, Kathleen Turner. Turner after she had gone south. Yes, very <laughs> south. This woman in Florida went went north. Kathleen Turner went oh, way south. Yeah, this was after Kathleen Turner had uh, started drinking very, 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 exactly. very heavily. It happens to some of us. So there's your Florida update. That was a good combo package, right? You've got yes. politics. You've got Aliens. Florida. And aliens and abduction and anal probes all in to one up To bring it all together. Exactly. That's a complete tidy package right there. That's how you take it right Now, I do want to clarify. She, she herself has never mentioned anal probing, but, you know, that's a given. That is a given. Yeah. I've never seen a show where someone's abducted where they're not, they don't get anally probed. They always say that, too. Like, they, they, they took me up, they beam me up, and then they, they did, like, this full body cavity search on me, and they anal probed me. It's like, why do they always go to the anal probe? I don't know. Apparently, I get my prostate checked and they don't even anal probe That's me anymore. That's what I'm saying, Tone. I just had a look. I look like a I look like a heroin addict. <laughs> look at my arm today. I went to the I went to the hospital to have an MRI on my prostate. So now they do MRI and they stick the dye in you. And the nurse who was very nice hit the wrong vein. If not, she missed it. And I got like the biggest veins on earth since John Holmes. I mean, these these veins are huge. And she missed this one. And then she had to hit me again. And I got an IV. This isn't just a blood test. This is an IV where they're pumping fluids into me while I'm in this. And by the way, why do they give you headphones? And I've done MRIs before. But they give you headphones and say, what kind of music do you want to listen to? <laughs> and I said, classical. Because they said, well, we have Confrey. We got rock, classic rock. I said, no, I want you classical. Got, you guys got chill? I got <laughs> you classical got music. Chill? So the, the woman puts on classical music. And it was nice. And I like to chill because it's like 40 minutes. And I don't like to look at the top of the tube because, you know, your nose is like four inches away. So I'm sitting there. I'm chilling. And then the machine starts. And I'm saying, what's the purpose of playing music and headphones if the, bounding, the pounding in an MRI is so loud? Why not just give me earplugs so I don't hear anything? And again, I've done it before, so it's not... I but don't think you could not hear it. No, it's impossible. So music... It is so music loud. Music does nothing no. to dampen the sound. For those of you who have never done an MRI, it is uh, a magnetic... What's Re magnetic resonating right. imaging so you or can't something. go in there it's if you expensive. have metal plates or anything metal right. over where they're doing it and it's like this constant bang bang but bang it's different bang, tones bang. it'll go it's and then so it goes boom, loud boom, I have one boom, boom. and it's loud and again I can deal with loud noises I listen to myself on this podcast every week and Luigi right. when he gets angry but my question is 
Would you rather have music, which you can't hear once the machine starts with your headphones, or just something that absolutely... And the reason I know why they can't do it, because they have communication with you. So if something goes wrong... You know, they ask you, hey, you're okay? Right. And the next one's coming up at seven minutes, you know, and then they do another test. So that's why they have to do it. But to me, I'd rather have something that's going like to noise completely counseling? deaden the sound. I don't think I don't it's mean possible. Com- no, but it'll deaden it to the point yeah. where it's not so loud that you can't even hear the music. You need like a really good Bose I used to have headphones. those noise-canceling ones. But I don't even know if it would cancel it that much. It would cancel it a lot. Yeah. But... That's the thing. So, but I think it's part of the reason why it sounds so loud is it's reverberating through your skull. Ex- through my what? Your skull. skull. Did you ever notice that Robin can't say skull? Is that was skull? the first time tonight. I say tonight. skull just she fine. Say it. She say it does, right. she, does it sound like she's saying the word S K U L L? Sounds like skull, brother. Skull. Skull. Keep it skull. Keep it skull, baby. Keep it skull. Okay, say it. You say it as you say proper. Skull. Do you understand skull. the words that are coming skull. out of my mouth? Skull. Skull. That is not no, because then you're almost saying like a skull. It's like an O H L. No skull. Skull. S K U. I know. Skull. 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 Say it again. Skull. I should call As my mother. In whip some skull. No, uh, uh, skull. I'm gonna call my mother like. and ask the linguist how to pronounce skull. S K U L L. Skull. 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 We should call her. Skull. She would know. Why? She hasn't called already. She you realize, calls her. I know, she she you realize that I had diction and elocution lessons and you are before incorrect. I got into this building? Skull. It you is did. S-K-U-L-L. You did tell you, but, that, but they left the building along with Elvis and that bottle of wine. It is skull. Skull. S-K-U-L-L. I know how it's spelled because That's I'm pronouncing it. That's the only way it. it's pronounced. Skull. And it's not skull. Wait a minute. Where's the other? We don't have a third mic tonight, do we? No, we don't. Come over a second. No. Jack, come over here for a second, please. You're going to put him on yours? He's a learned man. How do you pronounce S-K-U... Uh, I feel like I'm doing the national spelling bee. I know it! It's like, it's like the Skookull River. Like Skookull. Skull. No. Not even close. Skull. It's uh, skull. Uh, uh, I think he's it's just... Skull. 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 Ask Ruth now. Ruth, can you come over here, please? Because this, this core is not long enough. Are you a professor? Are you an English professor? No. My mother was. Her mother was an English professor, ladies and gentlemen. So again, Ruth, who made these phenomenal uh, Jewish cookies tonight. <laughs> rugula. Rugula. Get out! Get out. It's actually, per- technically, it's ruglach. Ruglach. Ruglach, like kleplach. And right? it's a Yiddish Ruglach. And it's, uh, it's from... Uh, hey, I'm the, part of the whole mishpoka here. You know what I mean? The Jewish pa- pastry of the Ashkenazic region. I'd say mishpoka. It just sounds better. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. S-K-U-L-L, Ruth. Skull. See? Skull. She said it the way I said no, it. No, she doesn't. Say it again, Robert. Skull. Closer. She's getting closer. Okay, let's see. Let, I'm, I want to see. There's, there's. I know it. <laughs> Can you put it in the form of a sentence? Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna crack your skull. <laughs> I told you another one, but it's sexist that what? we used to use as kids. But you probably don't know that one. What about getting some skull? Whip, uh, whip, whip some skull on me. Uh-huh. Yeah, you've heard that term, have you not, Ruth? Okay. Well, you're too young. Don't. It's old school. Brain. That's OG term. It is OG. It's an OG term. Like, oh, gee, 
man, was I a sexist pig when I was a kid. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> okay. But then so, again, so was everybody what else. What do you got, Robin? I need you to, because it, it, I can't play it on my computer. Go on to the Cambridge.org dictionary, oh. and it has the skull dic- uh, pronunciation for both the American English and British English. Maybe I'm just pronouncing it as a Brit. No, but I... <laughs> I grew up in no, the No, but Netherlands. she watches a lot of really slow, boring British no, television that, shows. The fact that probably I, explains it. The fact that I grew up in the Netherlands, there might be some words that are... You've been watching too much Downtown Abbey well, and all I'm these other slow, right tedious, ponderous right shows. Okay. Shh. I know it's didn't. Okay. I would Shush. say that. Shushka. Quiet your skulls. Skull. 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 Did I... Wow. Skull. Hello. It's pronounced it's S K A L skull. Is that not, skull. not what the human skull is called? Now that's <laughs> Is that British? That is the American. That's not American. Ha. Here's, ha. here's the English. Here's the, the the English United Kingdom. See they're even slow at this. Skull. So, wow. Skull. Apparently they have Skull. Echo. Skull. So skull. the British say it better than than we yes. do. Here's here's British. Skull. Skull. Here's, here's American. Skull. I am right. All y'all are wrong. <laughs> Booyah. Booyah is Booyah. right. Booyah. <laughs> Boy, I, I sure wasted a lot of money scold. on elocution classes. You just got skull. I got skull, baby. John Finnegan says <laughs> skull, S K A L equals Norwegian word for cheers, not skull, S K U L L, your head or school. Exactly right. What the hell is Miriam Webster, Webster know anyway? She's been dead for 100 years. It's Aaron Cohen. That's old school right there, man. That's that old is school. old school. It's still skull to me, Robin. The movie, the, remember the movie The Skulls? Wasn't there a movie called The Skulls? We have a numb skull who's on hold. And he keeps telling me he's on hold. We got, we're already overtime. Let's give the guy three minutes. All right. Like we lost a game, no TV game. What so happened? We might as well lose the podcast. Woo Town. Woo Town. That's right, Robin. Women are always correct. Well, this woman is. Speaking of always correct. Mostly. A man who always comes correct. A man who actually inspired the Budweiser commercial classics. What up, Jose? What up, Luigi's? What up, Bruno's? What up, Miss Robbins? What up, Jackson Roots? And Roots. <laughs> and Roots. Everything's plural. We were talking about deers earlier today, and they're going to have them at Arby's this Saturday. <laughs> cool. What's the score of the Sixer game? We lost our Other transmission tonight. Wait, let's take it easy when you say these transmissions. That's a sore subject around this table. They were down 90 to 84 going into the fourth. Oh, man. Now they're up two, 96-94. Oh, I guess what I want to know what the score now is, not what it was an hour ago. By the way, how do you pronounce S-K-U-L-L, Jose? Skull. Damn right. Damn right. Or as I would say... That's the fact, Jack! Exactly. Yep, that's right. But in the meantime, that, were you watching last the... night? Oh, Ed Nassa, they're tied now. As I was watching 96. last night, as your team, your town, the greatest hockey team now. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Time out. Jose, did you just say Miss Robbins interrupting? Yes, she is. Yes, she Ms. is. Miss Robbins. 
Jose, you know what just, we have wait, Jose, just so you know, buddy. Nobody puts baby in a corner. All right, just so you know, all right? What were you yeah. doing last night while everybody was wasting their time with other nonsense? Jose. We had hockey action, yo. And the Flyers are absolutely filling up the nets at the Wells Fargo Center. Luigi, in two home games, how many goals have the Philadelphia Flyers scored and how many goals have they given up in their first two home games at the Wells Fargo Center? Sixers are up by one, by the way. Nice. How much time's left in the game? I don't want the... Seriously, I don't know. What happened to their team? What did we score? I think what did we scored. 13 goals? Tony? Did you look it up? No. It's 13 no, to I've, 3. I told you. I've been watching hockey, Tony. They've scored 13 goals in two games at home and given up three. And the, and the three that they gave up were pretty much garbage time goals. Yeah, that was the face-off empty yep. netter last night by Dave Weiss. Not Weiss. Not Weiss. Not Dave Weiss. No, Dave Weiss is the guy we used to work with. I was going to say, no. it's a different Weiss. What do you think of these young flyers right now? Huh? The team that gets no love in the city because everybody's obsessed with the 76ers well, and the got, Eagles. They got plenty of jump, Tony. Mm-hmm. They do. They got this team looks good, man. We had some jam in this building, yo. Yeah, they do got some jam. We had a lot of jam in the building. Speaking of jam, you know who's coming got into the lot, building got, got next? Lot, got a lot of 200-foot players, Tony. You know who's coming and into then. the building next? Speaking of jam? Who? Lavi? Lavi's Lavi, back. That's right. We Lavi. have. Hockey. We have. That's Phil Pretz, yo. Exactly right. right. And there's, there's going to be a hell to pay for the Predators after they got gifted at game the other night in Nashville That's right. with the double minors at the end of the game. P.K. Subban and the boys coming up from Smashville to see the Flyers up here, brother. And they will go down. And they Isn't will go mean, down. I told you. I'm you know, learning, Tony. I'm watching, bro. We know where we're going to be in another house. When? Coming up sometime very soon. Guess where we're going to go? Where are we going? Where? We're going to do a remote on the sectional. When do I get to know about these the things? The sectional? Like, yes. when I get to know about things, Wait, never. We're, we're, we're doing a remote from the sectional? Yes, we are going to do a remote from the I brand new off. Harry May sectional. No. Yes. yes. When is this happening? We're going to go up there, and we're going to check it out uh, next week <laughs> to make sure that Harry Mays has all the proper accoutrement do to... Gotta, do I got to bring my own vodka and crayon? And... Oh, no. Oh, no, kidding? no, no. Are you kidding? He's got it he's all. He's got a fountain. He's got a, he's got a, he's got a magic... He's got he, the vodka fountain. He's got the chocolate vodka fountain. He's like... He's like... He's like uh, Golden Corral, except there's a chocolate fountain. There's a vodka it's fountain. It's a Kettle One fountain. It is a Kettle One fountain. <laughs> That's awesome. Why do, we have, well, why do we have women's volleyball on? Why not? We got Sixer action, yo. Because... We have NBA action on ESPN. Exactly right. I got it back on now. It's 199, but there's still seven minutes left, which is an eternity. So we'll check back uh, tomorrow morning when this game ends. But they're hanging, man. Your team, cool. your town, your mm-hmm. 76ers. Now the question is, Joel Embiid, I'm assuming, has gone over the 16-minute and I'm the only one restriction, right? He's put the big restriction. The uh, the big news was Joel Embiid going to the cornrows and the headband. I'm the one who nailed this on the head. I said he looks just like former Detroit Piston Ben Wallace, man. And Philly great Ben Wallace, yeah, Philly he looks, guy. He's got that ben, yo. Yep. We're sitting here watching this. Who's who's on who's on the court? lineup of the year they won the championship? You have Ben Wallace at center, Sheed Wallace at 
power forward. Hold on. Tayshawn Prince at small forward. At, at Richard Rip Conte Hamilton. Phillips at point guard. And Rip Hamilton. Then you got Darko Milicic coming off the bench. And I believe he's still Lippie coming off some bench somewhere um, uh, in with Larry Brown at his house. Or what a dope of a pick that was. LeBron, Darko, Mello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that worked out real well. What yeah, but if that if the Sixers had if taken LeBron, Brown couldn't draft for crap. If, if they had taken LeBron, then we wouldn't have the process. Remember that is true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Larry Brown was it takes Larry yep. Hughes. Larry, Larry Brown's one of the greatest Hughes. coaches of all time, man. He's a mutt for what he did to this team. No, he's not. He ruined this damn mm-hmm. team. He ruined this team. His drafts ruined this team. No, they didn't. Yes, they did, Tony. Yes, they matter did. with you. Yes, they did. What's the matter with you? <laughs> I love it. Oh, speaking of which, Bruno's, you know what we have on Saturday? Uh, Temple football? <laughs> but they are who we Other thought they that, were. What up? What up, Edmonton Oilers? Oh, we got more hockey action. Yeah. I thought you were going to the, we're switching gears and going to another sport. But much like most of the people here, no. we don't waste any time watching college football blowouts. No, we on do Saturday. not. No, we do not, Tony. I got. Hey, nobody got time for that around here. Nobody. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh huh. Nothing like a good fifty-two to three game to get the Saturday afternoon juices flowing. Nothing like a good like a clubbing. Exactly. Yep. Can't stand Ridiculous. college football. College football is the worst. Mm-hmm. There's like three teams that have a chance to win anything. And that's it. Everybody else goes to a crappy bowl game that only degenerate gamblers who are home alone for the holiday season.